What's up, everybody? It's Brad here. Uh, stick around to the end of the episode to get an exclusive sneak peek at what Jordan Duffy is working on in uh, the studio. The album concept hour. The album concept hour. The album concept hour. It's the album concept hour. Welcome, everybody, to the Album Concept Hour podcast. I am your host, Brad LeBaron, as I always am. And I am here in the studio with my co-hosts, Dave and John. How's it going, Dave and John? Hello, hello. Fantastic, Brad. Yeah, yeah, good to see you guys here. Yeah. And uh, we have our... Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I, I, I was going to try to not to call you out for being virtual today, Jake, but uh, I, I, I blew it. We have Jake over there in virtual land. How's it going, Jake? Hey, I'm here. He is here. <laughs> that is his voice. Here. In virtual land, yeah. Yeah. But he's yeah, yeah, always here with us, guys. Yeah, he's always here he's in virtual here. land. And, um, yeah, today we are excited to uh, talk about, uh, there's an album that uh, John's been wanting to talk about for Absolutely. quite some time. Um, and uh, it's Carol King's Tapestry. And uh, for this uh, really uh, epic uh, uh, hit after hit kind of album, we have on uh, uh, one of uh, uh, my uh, uh, guests I'm most excited to uh, introduce so far. Uh, they are from the Earwolf Podcast Network. Um, you've you've heard her on Hollywood Handbook. You've heard her on Best Friends with Nicole Byer and uh, Zashir Zamata and other various Earwolf podcasts. Uh, we have Jordan Duffy here. How's it going, Jordan? Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks for being on. Seriously. I'm a, I'm a huge uh, Earwolf uh, nerd. Uh, I've listened to listened to uh, uh, countless hours of, of podcasts. And uh, yeah, yeah, eventually. How many hours would you say in a week you listen to? Oh, jeez. Uh, Brad, what, what's on your shirt, buddy? Does that include my own? Or because <laughs> then, then it gets to be a really ridiculous number. Um, but um, it's like overtime. Yeah, yeah. Because I have to edit those, and that takes like you know a lot more time. Um, but yeah, I would say like um, two or three a day. Wow. Yeah. Because okay. I do it like I, I kind of do it as I do chores and things. You know, it's yeah, cool. yeah. So it's whenever yeah. I'm doing a chore, I'm what's, listening to a podcast. What's what's on your shirt there, Brad? Oh, I got the comedy bang bang, of course. Went to the tenth anniversary, of course. Very nice. Um, but what about you? Do you listen to uh, a lot of podcasts outside of uh, uh, engineering them? See, here's the thing. Uh, this is a secret. Before <laughs> I got hired at Earwolf, I listened to podcasts all the time. I was working a day, a day mm. job where, or I should say not a day job, but more of an office mm -hmm. job in the middle of Kentucky yeah. somewhere. Wow. That's and podcast would help. Yeah. With, <laughs> with this job, it, you were allowed to listen to music or other things, and that's actually how I got into listening to podcasts. Okay. So oh. I started listening to podcasts. Um, funny enough, people from that uh, job reached out to me when they started hearing me on the Earwolf podcast, being like, "Didn't you work here?" I was like, "Uh, <laughs> maybe." <laughs> So, oh, that's awesome. But I, so I used to listen probably eight hours straight of podcasts and all across different networks. Um, and then when I up and moved to California, that's when I got the job at Earwolf. So did you did you get the job before you um, moved out to California? Or like was it the reason you moved out there? Or did you go out there and then got the job? That's a good question. I quit my job 
moved yeah. to California, mm. had no job in sight, uh, uh, got completely dream. broke. Wow. Luckily, uh-huh. I got to stay with my sister and her boyfriend. They had a spare mm-hmm. room. and Oh, that's good. I didn't realize it, but the day after I arrived in California, I had applied for the job. And then a few months later, got reached out to. Um, oh, that's so. pretty quick. It is pretty quick. quick. It's like it's insane for me to even talk about because I still know people to this day who it took them five years to even land any gig in L.A. And I'm like, it took me a few months. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's uh, that's definitely like, you know, the kind of the dream for (laughs) moving to California or whatever. So, yeah. Good. It really is. And I'm, I I know every day how unfortunate I am. So I'm, yeah, yeah. I don't take anything for granted here. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, you're you're uh, uh, one of my favorite um, you know engineers to uh, chime in to to podcast. Thanks. Um, I'm a Hollywood handbook head uh, or scoop scoop troop. I believe they used to call this. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah. Were you listening <laughs> like from day one? I no. didn't know anything about a Hollywood Handbook until I was on the episode the very first time. That's you know what, and that's what I love about that show is like it's the <laughs> uh, it's the kind of the behind the scenes of Earwolf. Like for me, that was yeah. the like last in like a long line of Earwolf shows that I listened to, and I I tried it a few times and it was like I don't. <laughs> What the fuck is going on? And um, finally, yeah, though, it's very finally, confusing. like after I knew all the you know earwolf stuff, like I was like, oh, like these guys are like just hanging out in the office and trolling each other and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. then I like clicked and I was like, oh, I, I like this. I um, it's weird yeah. that they're not at earwolf now. It's it's very, it feels very odd, it's, but it's odd to me as well. Yeah, yeah. So you're not yeah. alone. They're, they're keeping the references fresh, though. I think they're they're making yeah. sure to keep up with the earwolf hosts mm-hmm. and everything uh, and that makes anyone feel good there's still a bunch of hollywood handbook posters in the office oh so really they're not far <laughs> so wait wait there actually yeah. are posters of them in the office yes i, I feel like are. they would complain about not having any poster in the office quite a bit so that was okay a little behind the scenes mm-hmm. if you're a hollywood handbook mm-hmm. listener Ooh, i'm probably gonna <laughs> tell all the secrets of Earwolf. <laughs> Uh, if, if you want to, you know, that's that's cool. Um, <laughs> this one time? No, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell me the dirt. Is parking lot Scott Spill really that tea. harsh? Like, sounds mean. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, for this uh, this podcast, one thing we like to do um, with, um, you know, new guests is ask uh, a couple questions. One is the Desert Island Five will drop on you a little later. We're going to ask you what your... Oh no! <laughs> we like to do drop that I'm not on the spot you so that it's best. you know it's just the, off the top of your head, you know, because um, mm-hmm. you can spend a lot of time thinking about that question, you know. Um, but mm. uh, yeah, that's why I'm telling you right now, and you know, just okay. in case Give you, you need a little bit of. But it's my favorite five deserts, right? Favorite that's five deserts. Oh, that's so. a very interesting <laughs> question. Maybe mm. we should try that sometime. Uh, usually, it's the <laughs> albums, though. The favorite top five deserts. Can you name five deserts? Can anybody name five deserts? That's um, <laughs> probably that's only five. I feel, feel like that's where it would start to Gobi, peter out. Um, um, oh God! What's, yeah, what's I guess the, yeah. There's the what's, Saharan what's the Gobi. Arizona desert called the Arizona desert. Arizona. Mojave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mojave. <laughs> Mojave. Yeah, yeah. That works. See, this is why it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> actually, you're right. No, I don't think that. I don't think I can find. There's five. a food desert. Yeah, there, there's one. There's desert. probably one in there China we that we're not thinking about. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, yeah, the other question we like to uh, ask our uh, uh, new guests is, um, you know, what was uh, one of the uh, first songs or albums or bands or something that you called, you know, you felt like uh, a connection to and you kind of called your own? Ooh. Okay, this is... Um probably i mean i remember being little and getting of course i think the general like britney spears or christina uh-huh. aguilera but I, probably there was a a time like right when i was about to be a teenager that i got into the like fans warp tour oh, music yeah. and oh, albums yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i was obsessed with good charlotte when i was little <laughs> i don't know why i had every single <laughs> album yeah yeah uh, but I, I really loved um, probably Eve 6. I remember actually having the CD and putting it on my disc man and just yeah. um, staring out the window, thinking I was in some music video, <laughs> rocking to Eve 6, yeah, yeah. thinking I knew what they were singing about. <laughs> I didn't know. You didn't know anything. So, but I was like 12 years old. Yeah. This, is, this is This it. is the greatest music ever created. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but that's that's like or, one I can think of. I mean, I grew up with parents who were like playing like Neil Sedaka in the yeah, back, yeah, yeah. or the Beatles. Yeah, so yeah. I definitely brought up with the classics. But uh-huh. as far as I remember, I remember being in the store, being like, "What is this Eve Six? And then ah. buying it and falling for it. Yeah, that's yeah. Great. Well, I mean, and as as many Earwolf listeners might know, you have a BA in vocal performance. Um, what was I it do? That and it's not a joke. <laughs> I don't know who said it was a joke. Someone, it's not a joke. Show you my diploma. Is someone like like tr- like trying to say that you didn't now? Like, oh my God, who's starting? You said so many I, times on air <laughs> that you know. <laughs> I think it was. I think a lot of people realize that with Hollywood Handbook. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there are a lot of comedians uh-huh. or whoever comes on. They just roll with the bit. I need people to know that I didn't roll with the bit. It was literally me the whole time. So yeah. anything you did here was fully true. So yeah, some people don't get that on that first about episode. That show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> saying on that episode that the very first time meeting them and them asking me like fun facts about me. Um, <laughs> and it became a bit. I think people really thought I was joking. <laughs> and I would re- read. I read all the Reddit comments, by yeah. the way, because I love it and it brings me a lot of joy. Oh, and okay. I'm honored. <laughs> but there are some, there were like some Reddit comments where it's like, I think you all think I'm joking. I'm not. <laughs> like I worked my ass off in college. To Did do that this. just make <laughs> them uh, believe it stronger that you didn't? Uh, <laughs> exactly. This is why I'm putting out an album this fall. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're gonna put. Uh, is your cover gonna be your diploma, or your your, your <laughs> yeah. yeah? Yes. Yeah. yeah that's that. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'll have to do that. It'll be, yeah. Yeah. That no one will ever be able to question it ever again. Yeah. And the title is like you thought I was joking. Yeah. 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 Um. But uh, uh. Yeah. What. What. So. Um. Yeah. What. Uh. Drove you into uh getting the BA in the vocal performance? I mean, that's that's a backstory I haven't heard. Like. <laughs> um, it really comes down to I've known since I was really young that I wanted to be a singer, mm-hmm. and but I was too shy. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, I think um, in high school I started taking a bunch of music classes. That's where I learned guitar. 
yeah. I was starting to make music. I was actually getting really bored in my guitar. Like I would take basic guitar classes and I would yeah. get bored. And so I would start writing songs. No, um, nice. <laughs> and then from there, I knew I wanted to do music. Yeah. But I, it's that whole terrible cliche, like, if you get a music degree, you're not going to do anything yeah. with the degree and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't want to oh, be that how, person. Oh, how wrong it's they like were. like a liberal arts degree. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. 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 And um, I was applying to colleges. I applied to Berkeley College of Music. I was nicely told that I was not accepted. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. And... <laughs> Then I went to Worcester State University, and I was one of the first people to graduate in that degree. Um, oh, wow. That's awesome. And uh, I mostly studied opera, and that's where I found that I had a three to four octave range. Uh, oh, cool. Um, and, and I was supposed to move to Austria to continue opera. Oh. And then I decided not to, okay. and then decided to get my engineering degree. Yeah. Did that. And then moved to California, Jeez. and that's where I'm at. But it was after college yeah. that I was like, how the heck? I kind of had to sit down and was like, where am I the happiest? Mm. And yeah, being yeah, yeah. In, a, in a studio was the happiest for me, if it was music or if it was something else. That's fair. So, yeah. But yeah. the the degree was more of that's what the college had. Yeah. It, uh -huh. was, it wasn't like an official like music degree. It was a, you can get a visual and performing arts degree, and it's like, cool let me take every single class and ace it and i'll, I'll be out of here yeah 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 i just i just need it on this piece of paper so that i can show <laughs> yeah. people hey this is this is legitimate i did yeah, it exactly yeah yeah i got through it all aces um but mm -hmm. uh yeah you guys want to get on to the first track though yeah. um uh we're it's gonna yeah we got uh, i think what 12 it's a great 12 album tracks? uh yeah we, so we go with the original uh, release by the way so it's uh 12 tracks on Perfect. the uh the the vinyl release and yes. uh, this first track is I Feel the Earth Move. So here is I Feel the Earth Move. I feel the earth move under my feet. Yeah, before we get into Carol King proper, though, I was just going to ask, like, so um, why was this the album in particular you picked for uh, off of the uh, the list? Um, I picked it off of the list because I like Carol King, mm -hmm. and it was just the one that popped out to me. I've yeah. always been a fan of hers, mm -hmm. and it wasn't until you all had reached out to me and I yeah. really deep dived into the album yeah. and found like this album like Grammy worthy and she had yeah. also won so many awards. Oh, cool. oh, so, so many, so many hits on it too. So you hadn't heard yes. all of this uh, album before then? I hadn't heard, I knew the majority yeah, of the yeah. songs, but, and as we go through it, like I knew when I first heard some of these songs, it was like, I remember hearing James Taylor's version first uh -huh. or hearing, I think like Mandy Moore did a whole cover album and she does a few of the songs on here. Yeah. And I, I knew that I wanted to listen to this album and yeah. I like re always remember the cover art in my head. Yeah. So that was, yeah. it just, that was the first one to pop out. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's definitely one of those albums. Like every track, you're like, oh wow, was that <laughs> was that her? Okay. Uh. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, and, and she's and so prolific. Well, that's that's what I was gonna say. Like you should like you should really watch that uh, um, episode on on Netflix of like, this is pop. pop? Doc. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm supposed the to the last one, yeah. the Brill building. The Brill building. That's a good episode. It, it is a good episode. Yeah. It talks I need to catch about up on it. And, and how she like sold a bunch of her songs that are on this album. Yeah, already, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and um, <clears throat> this is her, her second album um, that she released. Uh, she the first one she did on her own was Writer. And uh, it did get on the Billboard list, but it was like 82 or something. It was like yeah, it was like lower. It wasn't you know, it wasn't anywhere nearly near. It as made the Billboard. As, you know, that's pretty for a first album. That's not bad. First album, yeah. that's not bad. But yeah, no, nothing like Tapestry though. Tapestry like just yeah. It's a tapestry, What's... people. <laughs> <laughs> what What's shocking is that to have watched that episode of This Is Pop, yeah. and to hear that. The publishing company was like, "You're not, you're not going to be an artist," and then to have her release this album and be like one of the first females to win in certain Grammy categories. Yeah, it's yeah. like it really shows. Even if someone tells you that you can't do it, you yeah. probably should, and you'll be really, she, uh, you'll do really well at it. <laughs> yeah, she's actually the first female to win all three categories. That's right. Uh, uh, album of the year. Um, uh, song best, of the year best and no no uh, I think yet? she won that one too best female pop performance too but okay. mm-hmm. it was uh, album of the year song of the year and record of yeah, the year triple crown Man. yeah she won the yeah. triple crown wow wait and she I, was the first woman yeah. to do so okay and the and the, I think like the song of the year and the record of the year were like different songs which okay. is always cool okay. to me too because it's like the same album but different you know uh, you're, yeah, different you're, songs. you're okay. judging the yeah. songs yeah. on yeah. a different basis and that's really cool but they both still won. Is that something they still do? Do they still separate that? Or is yeah, it... yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, those are the big four categories that never change. Album, uh, those two, and then um, uh, Best New Art. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John is our local Grammy expert, actually. He's he's usually, like, up, really up Perfect. on the... Grammy, Grammy John. Years. Yeah, yeah. Grammy John. Grammy John. <laughs> we, we, we got it. Thanks, that's what That's what you are now, Grammy John. <laughs> <laughs> so the tie... Uh, the... the the uh, album is Carol King holding mm-hmm. a tapestry with her cat Telemachus. That's her cat's name. Tell Tel- Tel- is Telemachus. 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 Yeah. That's a great cover. <laughs> what is that? What is is that from? Something like? Does anyone know what that's from? Telemachus. That's got to be a reference to something, right? It's in the Odyssey. Okay. 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 Oh. Cool. 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 I just I just needed to know. But um, yeah, yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a very uh, grabbing like you know cover. Like I've definitely like recognized it too when we were you know first talking about it. Um, I didn't know anything about Carol King though um, before John mentioned it for the podcast. So she's my well, my sister, my sister got me into her because she started. Oh, yeah, that's right. She started yeah. listening to her because she loves Ding Ding Ding, the Gilmore Girls. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's and right. That I made song that note. is on uh-huh. this album. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yep, then my yep. sister was like looking at it, and she was like, "Holy Jesus, I know like half these songs already." And you know, rest is history. And yeah, yeah, yeah. She gave that's... me the album because she got it on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And I think me and you actually listened to it. Yeah, I think we, yeah, yeah. Point. We listened to it one night after the podcast. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. 
but um yeah yeah really uh really fantastic album though start to finish yeah. and um i'm so excited we're finally covering it um but um yeah so the the like i think john or john and jacob said like you know the tapestry represents like the the kind of um you know I think the fact that she has already contributed all of these beautiful songs to music and this is just, you know, her like This is melding all of it together from the beginning yeah, of like career, her. the like and I don't, we don't need to get into every song and like but like uh Yeah, yeah. One of the the first one that I'm just going to set like Will you love me tomorrow? That was like 1961 when she was like 17. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Which is, is wild. Yeah, You're it's 17. crazy. Yeah, seventeen. <laughs> and for a woman in like to watch that, I was I watched this YouTube video about it, and the guy had said for a woman to walk into like the Brill Building and be like, or I think it was Atlantic Records, and was like, you need to listen to my songs. Like that was crazy, especially at the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She just walked up in there. <laughs> Confidence, man. <laughs> That's awesome. She did it. <laughs> And she made a career. Like she just, she just made it happen. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's so, that's what's cool about the tapestry of this. It's like a quilt. It's like a quilt yeah. of her whole career. Like, well, and how how old was she then when uh, her first solo record? Like, so Joni and Joni Mitchell and uh, James Taylor, I think, are largely responsible for convincing her to, um, you know, go out on her own uh, and yeah, finally, so. finally, she do was it. in James Taylor's backing <clears throat> band, and and she like set, or he he set her up for success. He like had, he's like, you're gonna, we're gonna have you play the song, and and it just spare the moment thing. And he had like lined it up, and he's like, she wrote this song, and she played up on the roof, which yeah. she had written like early in her career when the drifters covered and so the the crowd was all ready for her when she got on stage but otherwise she had the stage fright and that's why and she, okay. she didn't she didn't have the courage to do it uh more more uh, a studio person like not as much about the the live setting which is a thing i mean there's definitely people that like prefer you know the studio musician gig like they're not in it for the the live uh, uh, response or whatever you know? or just do a couple it's live a, shows like that nice for me it's a gig to have and it's like yeah. yeah it's you're just going in the studio and going home in the studio going home you're not worrying about making sure you're on the tour bus or packed or whatever yeah so yeah it's, it's a sp- pretty sweet gig to have yeah, yeah, it's a very uh, controllable, like you know, career you know path for someone that wants to to be in, involved in music. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess want to get on to uh, another track though. Um, we have uh, about eleven of them left for you. Um, this next track is "So Far Away," and uh, yeah, I forgot which one. This oh, is, the one thing, one thing we should mention is I feel the okay. Earth Move peaked at number one on the Billboard chart. Oh. Like okay. it was one of okay. the best charting of this. Uh, I think it's the one uh, on this record. I think it's the one that won the the, uh, the record of the year. I think it's the best record. Okay. Okay. I think I think record of the year. I believe it was. It's too late. Okay, you could be right. Oh yeah, wrong. I think. I think I don't know. I, I can't remember the Wikipedia page that I browsed right <laughs> now. Um, but uh, and I didn't write it down, but um. Yeah, yeah. This uh, do wait. Did we play the the clip yet? Not yet. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna play the clip. I'll play the clip, and then we'll we'll continue on about this. Long 
This one really resonates with me personally because all of my friends are back east. Oh, so, yeah. like, listening and hearing these lyrics, I was like, oh, my God, this is me. You're all so far away. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what this is. Yeah, it's about, like, that kind of longing and, like, homesickness kind of mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah, yeah. And it does it so well. You know? Well, you know, and it really resonated back then, too, because so many people, like, our age were, like, on the move. Mm. You know, it was a real well, travel yeah, was, era, you know. Yeah, the beatniks and, yeah. um, you know, um, just, you know, a lot of a lot of people just moving around the, the country, mm-hmm. experiencing new things. Um, but, yeah, it, it, this one really, uh, for me, it reminds me of something, like, a number of things, like, my mom would listen to growing up. So that's what mm. it, you know... Um, Joni Mitchell too pretty much any Joni Mitchell I hear it's just like oh yeah that reminds me of my mom um, but yeah it's such a King, sw- King moved to uh, after divorcing Jerry Goffin she, uh, she by 1968 um, then she moved to Laurel Canyon in Los Angeles and that's where this uh, different part of her life started taking place so see it is I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. that was, that was uh-huh. when she met like James Taylor too right yeah, yeah. This whole this this is a big big. Trans- big they dated for a little yeah. while. Big transformation. I didn't realize she was married to Jerry because I knew that he had helped write some of the songs. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they were married. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I don't know. I it, it's like 1968 when they were divorced, but she they got married when she was like 17. Like she was yeah. really young. Oh shit. Okay, so they were like what high school sweethearts or something. Or was he just an older guy? Oh boy. <laughs> well, he he. She also Sorry. dated Neil Sedaka. She did. Yeah. Neil Sedaka wrote "Oh Carol" for her. Okay. But like, to, oh my god, I feel like she went through so many things all at once because if yeah. she was dating Neil Sedaka and they got married at seventeen. She was. She had a, all, she had a fun uh, late teens. Yeah, like, it was all, a whirlwind. All the other like. It was the sixties, people. <laughs> it was the sixties. It was a magical time. <laughs> Everyone was doing it. It yeah. was a magical time. Oh man, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, it, it, I'm assuming there was just like every songwriter of any kind was just like ga, you know, Gaga over her, you know, mm-hmm. um, just like oh man, she can play and and sing and write. <laughs> Holy crap! Because like you know, it's very, it's not as well, you know, not as many women mm-hmm. doing that back then. Well, yeah. I I think like. Not that I know what it was like then, but like my grandparents got married not that young, but like without like to go different places in the world, you needed and you needed a a female and a male needed to be together to get into mm-hmm. like to go places like mm-hmm. it, it was forever until a female was able to get a credit card like it was I think of yeah, like nineteen eighty five like things uh-huh. like that like you don't think about. And we don't think about now, but yeah, yeah, it's it is wild. If so, if I walked into a bank and they're like, "Where's your husband for the credit card?" I'd be <laughs> like, "Um, the fuck did you? What say era are we in? What's happening? I need yeah. a husband to do all this stuff." Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's that that Mad Men world, right? Yeah. I haven't actually seen it, but pretty I understand close. that it, it represents that lifestyle uh, pretty pretty mm-hmm. well. 
yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, and and like you were saying, surprisingly late, some of these things happened, and it's uh, it's yeah, yeah, pretty pretty crazy. We're not. We have not been great to women for for long, <laughs> you know. We're we're making. Do you want to do you want to hear a random fun fact? Yeah. In the state of Kentucky, m- mind you, I didn't live in Kentucky long for like two years. Yeah. But in the state of Kentucky, I don't know when the the this was not a law anymore. But there was a law that said if a woman wanted to wear a hat, she needed to get the husband's approval. Oh my. God. A, hat. a hat. A hat. A hat. That's patriarchal. Man, that's it had to be a couple guys that like made all the hats in the area. Yeah. Sorry. Like they just made their own right rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's insane. Like that that would even like what <laughs> what was even the I don't know. It's so weird. Like the different things that were censored for you know turning mm-hmm. on dudes or whatever. You know. It's like what had happened that now yeah. I need someone to let me buy a hat. I want to know the whole story of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably had something to do with the hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably. We like we like long hair. Like I, I don't know. You can't cover that up. It's a yeah. law. You <laughs> <laughs> can't cover that up. <laughs> what are you doing? This is How America. Where's your husband? Dare you we need to speak to him right now. <laughs> Madam, I say nay. Oh man. Yeah. So anyway. uh, yeah, ho- we hopefully you know hopefully we're moving past that kind of stuff. They can now wear hats. Um, but uh, I don't have a I don't have a transition to this track. But uh, this next track is "It's Too Late," and uh, you've it's probably too late to make a transition. Probably to this heard track, this one. <laughs> it's too. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Just the way it just. Yeah, this is the way we can get around that 15 second clip. We'll just let yeah, John, John there sing, we go. sing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just, we'll just sing like the rest of the song I'm besides down. the 15 I'm seconds. I'm down with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole new concept. Dude, you know, yeah. Side C. Just, um, just get caught up in the moment. Side C, guys. yeah. I'm with yeah. it. But yeah, yeah I love, the, I love the, uh, the way that she is singing. Like, she's, you know, it's definitely kind of like a, a jazzy, kind of Joni ish thing, you know, that I mm. normally associate with like. I don't know, just the, the choices she makes with, uh, you know, what notes she's singing in that part are just, ah, it's just an earworm. I also, sorry, not to cut you off, I also yeah. really love sad songs, but yeah. with Absolutely. like an upbeat, <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't this, I don't think this is a sad song, but yeah. once you read yeah. the lyrics, you're like, oh, this is clearly a breakup. This, this probably is probably uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's too late. Tony Stern, who wrote the lyrics, uh, told author Sheila Weller that she wrote the lyrics in a single day after a love affair with James Taylor ended. Oh. Wow. 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 And just just one and this day. Won, this won the Grammy Award for Record of the Year 1972. Yes. Wow. See, those lyrics make sense after you hear how it was inspired. Yeah. You got one yeah. day and then you're going to write this <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> one yeah. day with someone, <laughs> and then it's too late. She was she. It is clearly too. And late. She was an scared. artist. You got to be over dramatic when you're an artist. <laughs> I love you know, it. I love it. How you produce yeah, your yeah. best art. Well, yeah, no, yeah. that's what that's why it, it, it works. Is it's so yeah. earnest about well, that? And, mm-hmm. Yeah, Carol yeah. King at this point, as we've talked about, has had relationships to <laughs> use as fuel. But at this point, so yeah, 
Hopefully all yeah. above board. We don't know. We don't know. We haven't researched for certain, but we're hoping yeah. it's all above board. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah. She um, uh, is, I mean, they're, I love how connected just the music scene in general was at that time with all the, you know, like, like early 70s, late 60s, early 70s, I guess. Like everyone was working with each other, going in and out of the studios and, you know, really collaborating mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, yeah, we talked about it on different like episodes about yeah, this yeah. LA music scene and mm-hmm. the Troubadour Lounge and uh and I guess this is on the old label but eventually on Geffen Records and and just, you know, yeah, yeah. this being such a tight pretty tight group. Yeah. 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 You you really need to I th- the not to compare to to uh, Carol, but it's even working on my own stuff right now. You really need to have a really good working relationship, just general great friendship yeah. with people, especially when you're working on songs that are this emotional or yeah. vulnerable. So That's true. I would be shocked if it wasn't a tight knit group. Uh-huh. Um, that's exactly how I feel yeah. about. Um, uh, Fleetwood Mac. Like, I'm not surprised oh, they yeah. went through all of that stuff. You, you <laughs> oh, need to that. listen to our second, like, was it our second or it third episode? It was like episode? our second or third episode, but yeah. Oh my God, Rumors is so good. Rumors! Oh, yeah. That's Rumors the, that's the so one we amazing. covered. But it's yeah, my yeah, we, we definitely, we joked about how that must have been such an awkward studio. But I don't we know. We just kept it, writing notes on so the refrigerator. Pure you know? and so raw. Yeah, and it's, and it's the same as this. Like, yeah. if, she, if she didn't have Tony or James or... Even though they got divorced, yeah, uh, Jerry, yeah. it's like I, if you weren't close to them, I I would question maybe your songwriting. Or is this true? Is well, this not a true story? Well, and the, you know, a, a really famous example is like Layla. Uh, the song Layla is about like a, an actual woman named Layla or Lola, I think, that, you know, uh, uh, George Harrison was swooning after... Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, Eric Clapton, Eric was Clapton. In love with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a, there's a handful of yeah, yeah. There's a handful and of like, people that have written songs about this one time. person, and it's just mm-hmm. they're like yeah. jam buddies, you know. Yeah, yeah. Thing. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess yeah. You're right. Creative, being creative, you do have to like be vulnerable with, be willing to be vulnerable with the people you're being creative with. That's very yeah. important. You're also stuck in a studio for. A, like yes. hours and hours in a day. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I'm I'm never shocked of what happens in a studio. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've you've probably music seen studio, quite. I should a, say. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were talking about the pod, no, you, no, you've podcast. No, no podcast. Quite a lot. Like, get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to see your. Face. Get in. Get out. <laughs> yeah, they they seem pretty pretty tight uh, uh, in the in the scheduling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was some busy times before COVID. Oh, I this bet. is I bet. this is a great track, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's I mean, it's no wonder it got so much attention. It's got that nice like uh, chimes thing going in the background. The, I just love the I love the clip that we picked. That little yeah, it was just like mm. yeah, very like just, specific. Just taking her time with you know? it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta love it. Just staying in bed all morning. She's got time. She's not going anywhere. <laughs> what are you saying? She's home again? Snow is cold. Rain is wet. 
think this song is about? I'm sure one of you has information on it, but I think it's about <laughs> how she at, feels about New York City. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I looked at my notes and four was blank. So um, <laughs> I don't, I'm going to look at the lyrics right now. Uh, but what, what were you saying? I think it's about New York City because I remember looking okay. at the lyrics and there was three lines, at least Google in- included mm-hmm. three additional lines and yeah. it, it talks about Brooklyn. And so I'm okay. wondering if this home again is in relations, oh. relations to Brooklyn. Yeah, because she's, she's from Queens, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Well, she so. went to Queens College, mm-hmm. at least. Um, yeah, yeah, born in Manhattan, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't even, I didn't even notice that. But yeah. that would make One the, the snow is cold, rain is wet, chills my soul right to the marrow. I won't be happy till I see you alone again. Okay. You no, know, I'll tell yeah, you. It could sound like it's a depressing thing, but it could be actually like a longing thing that's, you know, mm. hidden in a depressing sounding line. You know, you see that a lot in a lot of like 60s era, like hippie artists that uh, yeah. lived in New York. You know, they really grew fond of that mm-hmm. wintertime in New York kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's where thing. that's where my family is from. Okay. Um, even though I am from Worcester, Massachusetts, it's I'm, my whole family's from the Northern Jersey, New York City area. Oh. So okay. all, the whole time listening to this album, I was just thinking of um, my aunts who would like run to yeah. the city to do stuff. It was around the exact same time frame. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, but they have it's something about that time and the city and it's. Like every story I've heard, it's like it, there's nothing better than that that decade in New York City. I mean, yeah, I mean that's like you know the the decade that I think uh, John Lennon, you know, also famously like mm. fell in love with New York City and always had stuff to talk about, um, you know, as far as that goes. So, yeah, it must have been quite the place. I don't, I, I can't even think of what that would be like. Why weren't we there? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Now it's, now uh, it's all now we're in horrible gentrified America. or something. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to New York. Um, You've never been to New York? Never been. I don't know. Seems, it's always it seems, horrible. It seems so we're just big. in a different time. <laughs> so Jesus many like buildings. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes, there's so many buildings. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's a feeling. You got, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, went there yeah. when I was 16. Maybe yeah. not even sixteen, but it, that was. Yeah. It, I, I, you, you just get a certain feeling being in that city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, go really during, you should go during Christmas. Christmas, huh? It's an even better is it, feeling. Is it busier though during Christmas? <laughs> or are people leaving it's New, New York, York, Brad? <laughs> is it, I guess it's yeah, always it, busy. That's, that's true. There's never in a, comparison a not to anything busy. that you've ever experienced around here. <laughs> Maybe around, not oh yeah, yeah. Period, I was about to say around. I did go to New Delhi in India, and that was that traffic was different. Busy. Yeah, different. <laughs> well, might be similar to New York though. Might be similar to New York. But it's probably comparable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they had they had signs that said "lane driving is safe driving" up oh. in New Delhi to remind people that you should stay in a lane. Also, no one's like, stop reading the sun. Keep moving. (laughs) (laughs) But no, no, I mean, I definitely want to to go there, obviously, one day. Um, I don't know what, like, it's one of the few states, like, I haven't uh, actually gotten around to because I used to tour with a band in high school, and we went, you know, we got to a lot of the places, but never as as far as New York. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Put it on the list. It's on the list. It's on the list, along with the rest of the states. I want to go to all of them at least once. I've been to 49. 
49. Which one haven't you gone? Then? I need Alaska. Oh, my goodness. Okay. okay. Nice mm-hmm. work. Do you have plans to go to Alaska then? Or... I joked with my sister. I'm not a huge... I'm trying to get better about it. I'm not a huge camping fan. Again, Uh, trying to do better. Uh But I told my sister as a joke that if uh, if she wanted to take me camping, we'd have to go all in and do Alaska. We'd camp in Alaska. (laughs) That was a joke yeah that's a great you should do that that. just just like wildlife jump in the deep end real wildlife (laughs) like not like a random bear all right then i'm canceling this is this is a joke no no i'm sure there's what do you mean i'm sure there's safe ways to do it bears that'll kill you yeah camp in like a hotel room (laughs) (laughs) yeah wasn't that the the revenant wasn't that alaska um no um uh into the wild was alaska okay okay and the guy actually died Okay, okay. Similar, similar hand. story. Okay. <laughs> but you well, can never girl. stay in a hotel. Yeah. I was about to say, none of these are probably very uh, encouraging. There's probably cabins you could <laughs> see. That, that the, a cabin, like a rustic ish cabin, that would be there where I go. would. That's what Four I walls. Yeah, that's yeah. my kind of camping. There you go. Four that's walls a good, yeah. to protect that's you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyways. But, uh, yeah, that, uh, you're anywhere but home again in, in, in your, when you're in Alaska. Uh, I don't and know. that's beautiful. Um, and that's beautiful. Man, snow's yeah. cold and the rain is wet in Alaska. <laughs> beautiful. Here's beautiful. Okay, so. I want to pose a question for this one. So, does this one sound almost exactly like that Christina Aguilera hook? It's in, a in little her beautiful bit. I, song. I mean, it, it's a basic <laughs> rip off of a pop. No, no, no. Just, mean, listen, you... just listen to the last, last little bit. Hold on one second. Let me find the last little bit. All right. I I wouldn't be huh? surprised huh? if there is some similarities, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's some similarities because he did it on purpose. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's either a subconscious like that addition, is. or she's like literally doing an homage to Carol King in this song, which I, I I prefer to think because I mean it's Christina Aguilera. She knows probably her her background on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she knows she knows singing, you know. And the history, um, so I'm. I prefer to think it's an homage that hasn't been maybe popularized or something. I also wouldn't be uh, surprised if it was like just the producer's choice. Not saying that Ooh, Christina yeah, that's possible wouldn't too. have been a part of that decision. Right. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if the producers were like, "I have this song. Um, it might sound similar to Carol King's Beautiful, but it'll be your beautiful." Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's very beautiful. Enough. Like it's just it's that just a beautiful it's just song. the one line really that like she sings the mm-hmm. same way on the same word. No you know? matter what you say. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you know matter. It's a beautiful it's a great song too, uh by Christina song. Aguilera, oh. by the way. It is it's be- it is it's namesake. Um but uh yeah, both both you know And I mean let's be honest, Christina Aguilera was probably a fan of Carol King. Absolutely absolutely had to was not a anyway. fan of Carol King. Boom, shocker. I mean I'm just recently a fan, so James, James Taylor for a few weeks. I can't talk crap. 
<laughs> but, you know, listen to some Sweet Baby James. The once first or album twice. is good too, though. I gotta say, right I mean, breakup. I was a probably big fan of Caroline. Who? Some James Taylor. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think he's probably a fan. He's probably over there now. Um, <laughs> he might have. But um, only yeah, yeah. Like I didn't. I didn't know years. much about Carol King before this. So, <laughs> well, Brad, you should see the this musical called Beautiful. Oh, oh, that's right. King musical. Oh, right after yeah, that. that's, that's right. I forgot that that was a thing. Um, Wait, have when you did seen? that come out? 1970? Wow, sorry. 2014. <laughs> it didn't come out the year after this or something. I was, um, <laughs> but that's cool. I didn't know, I or um, I didn't know it was so recent. Is the musical about her life? Yeah, and I and and through her songs. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did hear about this. My mom so, and sister saw it. They saw it was. They said it was great. They, I wait, they did saw it in like Madison, so it's not like they went to to Broadway. Wait, was she in it? it? Was she in the musical? Carol King was. She did play herself. So in she it played. Wow. Before I don't wow. know how long, but I saw when researching wow. this, she she did, wow. um, she did play herself in it. I'm sure they got that on recording somewhere. So yes, yes. I'm gonna have to hunt down that recording, like <laughs> yesterday. Um, that's really cool. Um, yeah, I, I and she yeah she's still around too. Um, yeah, she's mm-hmm. she's still she's still doing stuff. Um, but apparently the it's going to be made into a movie too. Okay, oh, nice. that would ooh that would be a really good movie actually. It's got it's mm-hmm. got all it's got all the trappings for a, a good story already. Heroes hurt heroes journey or whatever. Um, the first hour 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 if I can say words the first <laughs> hour will yeah. just be her years between fourteen and twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. lot to unearth there, and then it will end with uh, a tapestry or something. Yeah, like before people know it's just good. walking in there. Well, I just hope get to the that they get her involved it's... in her biopic because yeah. I don't know. There's not really a right way to do it, but I think those are better. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Elton John one was, and he, she obviously wrote this, so hopefully she'll have well, you, a lot of you, involvement. You really feel more validation from it because you're like, well, at least he approved the artistic. But that didn't yeah. work as well for the Queen one, though, right? No, because I mean, it, de- it depends feelings. on how you feel about that one. But I haven't I seen the whole thing. But it's a little clumsy, right? Yeah, <laughs> I love Freddie Mercury. I love Queen. Yeah, yeah. I think between like I think even even throwing shade on the network was talking about the movie and how it could have been better and their just main issue was like he was gay why is like you can have him kissing the woman in the movie but he doesn't kiss any men in the movie like this is confusing wait really they don't ever get it they don't wow they have it like he he just did something with them and then the scene leaves huh so Hmm. I was like Interesting. A guy I work with was was saying that like they make some like fake strife up doing the band like, well yeah, like yeah. why they went and did their own projects, which never really happened. They kind of were pretty mutual about it. Well yeah, that's always every I know, that's music what story I has this. That's creative, why there is that idea that studios are yeah. chaotic and no one trusts each other. And there's backstabbing and you know it's all these you know a lot of these dramatizations of it. Although in some cases like you know. Pink Floyd, it's a little true, yeah. but um, you know, there's a few times where that's like, yeah, it's really messed up. It's a little humbusty. I think most of the time mm-hmm. it's pretty more, more chill than the movie's letting on. Well, we gotta yeah. make the movie exciting. Movie magic. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we got one more track before we're going to take a quick break. Time to uh, go way gonna... over yonder. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get uh, way over yonder. Gotta look way over yonder. Yeah, yeah. I hope so... she. I hope. I wish she'd sing it like that. <laughs> <laughs> way over yonder. <laughs> Here's way over yonder. Way over yonder Is a place that I know Oh. Uh, you can hear John a little bit in the background of that clip. I didn't know you were on this album. <laughs> it was a weird time in the studio. It was a weird time in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was no, just I mean... kind of hanging out in the back playing that low. Little, Can you hear me? Series. Yeah, the shark you're listening to will have heard John in the back. I love this track. song. It's very twangy, <laughs> and I love the countryness of it. Like it's really yeah. that kind of '60s country. Too, it's one of the like, few tracks yeah. where her voice almost has like a sad feeling to it. Like yeah, there's a couple of tracks, but it's, it's visceral. like because they're all really... like kind of upbeat, happy. This one, like, it's almost like a little, just a little pain. There's just something happening. Like it's just yeah. a very emotional track. Yeah, yeah, it's just dripping with it, like dripping. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I prefer to think that maybe like she's taking something from her day into the studio and just, you know, unleashing, just, just putting it out there, you know. Um, I said yeah. my note was that it felt very soulful and gospel to me. Yes. And I, I wanted to know more about the inspiration of the song. I couldn't find anything. But I was trying to look at the lyrics and I'm trying to figure out if she's talking about heaven. Hmm. Oh, I mean, we don't have to deep dive into the lyrics, this but one that's. In, I was trying to like really pinpoint yeah. what she was talking about, but I was well, getting. I, I think that you might be right because like it's the, here's the line where it says, "I know when I get there, the first thing I'll see is the sun shining golden, shining right down mm. on me." So that's a. Uh, I, that definitely could be argued that it's it's. Uh, I mean the next the next couple lines right there, you yeah. know, are talking about a yeah. true peace of mind. Yeah, yeah. The land I would where be the curious honey runs. to know if churches actually sang this. I think that <laughs> this sounds like actually. So okay, I don't know how familiar you are with church tunes, but like sometimes they'll just take a popular song and just like just change the words and play it as a as a worship tune mm -hmm. i feel like i've heard this melody in a church you know what i mean like i think but, i think it's a pretty basic chord progression yeah, so yeah. it's a great church then yeah because you can like, definitely hear some like possible organ in the back you know yeah yeah i mean they probably wouldn't even have to change it too much like i don't even know if they know if they'd have to change any of the words to use it for a church, uh, uh, you know, yeah, might, I don't think they would have yeah. to. They might throw Jesus in there a few times. But <laughs> yeah, maybe throw it. in a little more Jesus in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, Jesus it up. Just sprinkle it in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> throw an amen at the end. There you yes. go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, no one will know the difference. Like this is a great <laughs> original tune, Pastor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made it myself. But it definitely has that. You're right. It has that soul. That that. Like um, a spiritual, like a yeah. enlightened. Like it's very. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of her stuff does have that soul to it. Like that's definitely a part of uh, who she is, um, and you know what she brings to this singing. <clears throat> she talked about how there's a radio station in New York that she used to listen to as a kid, and would listen to all those like R and B and soul tunes. And mm. I think, and that was yeah. a big part of her, like her gospel. Growing up, so case closed. We solved it. We yeah. figured it out. <laughs> it's all that A and M records stuff that she was listening to um 
Well, I should All mention that devil music. Uh, yeah, I should mention. I found out today. A uh, and M Records is actually uh, started by Herb Albert and Jerry Her- Moss. Herb Albert. Uh-huh. Herb Albert. Herb Albert. Herb Albert. Yeah, he started it I, in his garage. They I had, like, ran it out of his garage, and then yeah, he, yeah. he sold it in like the late '80s for like three hundred. Eighty-five million dollars or Jesus something. Mercy. Yeah, yeah. Christ and then, it, and then it, it got kind of, Keona kind of merged and divided until it That's wasn't named A and M anymore. Hmm. I, yeah, yeah. Dave mentioned the Tijuana Brass. I think that those I have the most albums of any artist. I have like because you well, can get them for like two bucks each. Well, I, mean, I, like I know. Nine, throw up on mine. Nine too. different. Herb yeah. Alpert and the Tijuana Brass albums. Well, and now I know why there's so many of them out there because he was the one running the record label. Yeah. So like, yeah. I'm sure it was like the most prints of any record right. under the label was Herb Alpert. Did I say it right that time? Herb Alpert. Yeah. That may be the first time I've said. I his used name to correctly. put a P for some reason. I used to put a P in it. It'd be like Herb Alpert. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know I don't where the know P why. and the B goes. I I switch them. Every time. They're just too similar of letters, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Really beautiful tune. Um, I don't think this was like um, this wasn't a single, was it? Like I know it's no. a it's it's a great no. tune, but I feel I like think so. no, this no, was yeah, this was so. not a single. Yeah, I feel like I, I didn't. This is just one of her just nice a, little just a backburning B side. Yeah, yeah. Something she needed to fill the album out, you know. Yeah, it's part of yeah. her soul, so she put it in there. And um, it, it's definitely a, a continuing theme uh, from like so far away and home again. Um, that she's got that, you know, that longing for um, yeah, you know, probably desire for home. Yeah, yeah, something better so, than this. Yeah, she's kind of in the perfect headspace to be writing this album. I think you know, or I guess some That's of why her older. She got so what she did. She's just was... she's always in a good headspace for this. I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you guys want, we could take a quick break and then we can get back and talk about the last half of the album. Oh man. We got like four bangers coming up. Too. Yeah. That's we got, awesome. we got the Gilmore girls song coming up. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We got, what we got some, it? that is track eight. So, uh, yeah, one more track and then the Gilmore. Comes. Oh, we got so. some, uh, James Taylor like, yeah, tracks the, coming up. The again. song to the show song. or was this played? It in was the a song, song for the, that they use for the uh, theme for the yeah, show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she shows up in the show at some point. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. Really, really fun stuff coming up. Uh, we will be right back with Jordan Duffy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's, uh, it's Sketch here. Uh, I'm supposed to... Oh, you know what? Hold on. One, one, one second, guys. There we go. Sorry about that. Uh, this microphone's real hot, and uh, it's kind of cold in here. I was trying to get the AC going. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, as I was saying, uh, I'm, I'm here again uh, for my cousin Brad. He uh, he kind of asked me to, to redo the ad that I did last time. Uh, uh, I, I guess it was a little too long for some of you guys. Uh, so here I am again. Uh, we'll, we'll just call this take two. Uh, I really, really want to get paid for that ad, so uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, he said to give me like at least five bucks, maybe a pack of smokes. Uh, all I need is a fucking pack of smokes. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 should probably, I probably shouldn't talk about smokes on the ad. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sketch. I'm, I'm, I'm Brad's cousin. Uh, I haven't really used this, uh, this, this, this anchor program or whatever. But like, you know, Brad's always talking on and on about it. You know, uh, I mean, I guess it's a, it's an easy way to make a podcast. It's free. Uh, well, what, what was he saying about? Uh, oh yeah, tools. There's like some some tools that allow you to create creation tools. That's what he said. They allow you to like record and edit your podcast from your uh, uh, computer or what? What do they call them? Smartphones? Okay, yeah, that's right. Smartphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just gotta gotta remember that next time. Um, so yeah, they, they're recording right on your smartphone, your computer, and they distribute that shit for you too. So I mean, you know, you can. You can hear it all over the place, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, you know, all, all, all over the goddamn place. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, uh, Brad says it's a pretty good service. I'm, I'm inclined to trust him. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's, he's my cousin. He's kind of a, he's, he's kind of a whiz, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't always understand what he's talking about. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he says he's been making a little bit of cheddar out of it. So, uh, yeah, thanks for the, thanks for the cheddar. Thanks for listening to the ads. Uh, oh, I guess, well, thanks for listening to the episode too, I guess, but, uh, you know, I'm just here for the ads. I never, I never listened to that thing, but, uh, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, go, go download the anchor app at, uh, anchor FM. Oh no, sorry. There's a dot, the anchor dot FM to get started. Uh, uh, thanks. Uh, sketch out. And everything's still running. Have any of you guys seen the the Boss Baby movie? No, I haven't. What's I don't. Up? I haven't either. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand how they the could Boss make Baby? a second one. Like what? Well, I mean, it's a. Apparently, it was nominated for Best Animated Picture of the Year the year it came out. So. Well, I mean, Alec Baldwin's <sighs> like real, real hot these past couple of years. You know what I mean? So. I think they're they're like riding on the couple Alec Baldwin like train. Forty, maybe. he was in the Five Timers Club back in like nineteen ninety two. Wait, what? What's the Five Timers Club? The Saturday Night Live. If you've hosted more than oh, oh, five yeah. times, you're yeah, in the yeah, Five yeah. Timers Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now he's. Uh, does he still come back for uh, trumpets? I don't watch SNL weekly. I just watch it when. Uh, well. He I think did he, during the election. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was and now they're and then Jim Carrey. Yeah. And now it's and now they're else. like out of season. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At least someone else is doing Biden now. I don't think Jim Carrey's staying on. I Biden. think it's um. Oh shoot. I forget some of their names. I know yeah. some of them on the cast, but. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Not everyone. I'm most familiar with Ego Wodum. Like Ego. 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 Yeah, yeah. Ego and Wodum. Yeah. Yes. And then... Um, Ego. Uh, I know Bo and Yang. Okay. So. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. It's it's really interesting to have watched SNL and then to... <laughs> talk to... And then talk to yeah. some of the cast members and be like, you're in, you're in SNL. This is, you're <laughs> this like, is wild. You're like doing that. You're like, like actually doing it. So <laughs> like Chris Farley yeah. interviewed even, Parma even Cartney. with Sashir because she was on for one or two seasons. Oh yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, and I forgot that. she. There was a TikTok of um, one of the skits she did, one of the lines. People kept using the her the audio that she did for oh, the skit. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what that's what people dream of these days. <laughs> you know? Being audio for TikTok. Getting that yeah. getting that viral TikTok going. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's right, Lack. I'm actually I'm I'm actually gonna finally start a TikTok talk actually. I'm working on like a You're finally gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm finally gonna do it. Put some of our one. clips. You can like morph some of our clips and I know I just I don't like that. the ratio, you know? It's just like what the fuck? Um, but, you, but it's where the kids are, homie. What's up? Uh, do you guys do any um, other stuff other than this podcast? I, yeah. I know I saw other stuff on your, your YouTube page, but what is your... Yeah. So um, I, I'm like, you know, essentially I'm trying to create like a, a network here in Madison. So um, cool. I have a handful of podcasts. Uh, we have side B of this one that we do uh, live every Tuesday on uh, YouTube. Oh. I was wondering what side B meant. I was yeah. trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't mean anything for a long time, and then we we actually made a podcast mm-hmm. of it because uh, it's at the it's at the end of the uh, uh, outro or whatever. See you on side yeah. B. Um, but uh, yeah, that one we're following the Sufjan Stevens Fifty States project or whatever. Yes, and that's what you guys are doing with cl- uh, yes clip. Yeah. Yep. 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 And and you're the one that helped him figure out his audio, right? <laughs> Uh, did he did he talk about that? He mentioned That's that funny. an earwolf engineer helped him out. That's so awesome. yeah, that he was wasn't, me. That he was wasn't a... specific. <laughs> he he is super super nice. He's probably one of the first people I recorded for Yo Is This Racist when I first started. Oh really? And, okay. And um, he was just super nice. I re- I recorded him a few other times. Yeah. And then really nice. He I forget what he was on. I think he was on Yo um again, and yeah. Yo Is This Racist also isn't part of the network, which is a bummer. Um, oh, they went they're, independent they're, they're, as well. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, but they seem to happen to a lot of people recently. It's um, it's been a change. <laughs> yeah, I bet because you're still you're still at Earwolf, right? So, I'm still at Earwolf. So you've been seeing um, a lot the of shows. Yeah, the shows I currently work on are Query with Cameron Esposito, mm-hmm. um, Best Friends with Nicole and Sashir, yeah, Spanish yeah. A Key with it's Carlos, Riza, Tony, and Oscar, and then. Yeah. I'm the engineer for the deep dive with June Diane and Jessica St. Clair. You're on that one too? Yeah, I do I do everything for it. Oh man, I haven't started listening to that one yet because uh, just the promo for it made me uh, tear up quite a bit. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this, this is going to be heavy. <laughs> it, it is a heavy show and they, they were a little... Um, not paranoid, but I think anxious. They were like, we don't want to be like too heavy. I was like, no, this is what the world needs. We, yes. need, <laughs> we yes. need vulnerable people yeah. right now. Especially and from those two. It's just so funny. <laughs> and then there's this, it's an accidental bit, but because everyone's recording at home, yeah. um, Paul keeps running into June in the studio and he's like, I got to record something. And she's like, what are you I'm recording. Why are you in here? So it's it's not even a bit. It's literally their life. Yeah. So and yeah, it just yeah. it happens to fall into the episode because it's that funny. We just leave it in. Oh man, that's hilarious. Well, I'm gonna so. transition into the show, and we're gonna leave a little bit of that in because it's <laughs> great. Um, welcome back to the album concept hour, everybody. Uh, we are uh, here. Uh, I'm your host, Brad LeBaron. Uh, we got Dave. Yo. We got John. We yeah. got Jake. And we have our very special guest, Jordan Duffy here, uh, earwolf engineer extraordinaire. And um, 
Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking maybe on the, on this part we'll uh, we'll drop that that question on you that we oh, had no. earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we always ask, you know, first time people come on, what are your top five desert island uh, albums? So, what would you say? My top five. Okay, I love Fortress Round My Heart by Ida Maria. Yeah, right. came out in I think '08. Okay. Um, uh, Sergeant Pepper's album by the Beatles. Mm-hmm. We mm. just covered that. Yeah, great one. It's so good. So good. Um, <laughs> and I love the Menzingers, and it's I believe they're after the Party album. Okay. It's so good. Okay. Um. Okay, that's three. I need that's two three. More. I need two more. Yeah, you got two whole oh, no. albums. I know, and that's all you get. So, yeah. I mean, there are the albums that other people have put on the island as well, I guess. But yes, know. remember, there's always the guilty pleasure one. There's always you gotta, you gotta yeah, have at least one of those. <laughs> I'm bringing up what I listen to the most. Um. Okay. Lake Street Dive, their Bad uh, Self Portraits album. Yeah, <laughs> I got two of them signed. Two two of their albums signed by the band. I got to meet them. That's a few dude. years I, ago. I saw them live in I think Providence, and it was a fantastic, fantastic show. Yeah. Did you oh, did you see them since they uh, added? Uh, I'm just gonna mispronounce the name, but Abby Burmese. I have not seen, but I I heard one member left, and I saw that the the new the new member has been on for what the past two albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah McDuck's leaving. Yeah, wait, but they're they're McDuck? awesome. The, the new sounds great. So <laughs> hold up, hold up, McDuck. Yeah, the <laughs> the founder. So he, they've all okay. met at like I can't, wait, Boston is he, University. Is he really dis- he put put together the band. But his nickname is McDuck. He's a trumpet mm-hmm. player and uh, guitar player. So, okay, I got to so ask. So not him, a real name. Is he related to Scrooge? <laughs> well, or is that so just coincidental? He, he, um, I think name? because of the, port- the, um, the way that he portrays himself, that's what, how he's gotten that <laughs> nickname. So McDuck. Okay. Uh, but he's sorry, gone. Just, he's gone. He's not call, gone forever. Make awesome. He's yeah. not with the band anymore. He's leaving. Uh, I think because okay. he doesn't want to tour anymore. I would, I would yeah. imagine. But yeah, McDuck is retiring. Okay. Yeah. He's too old for the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Rest. Uh, I almost said rest in peace, McDuck. I mean, <laughs> happy, happy travels. Happy trails. McDuck. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, oh, you have one more though. You have one more. I have one more, which I'm torn between three right now. But since I'm on a desert, and it's just me. Yeah. And there's decades on decades of albums. I yes, think I got to go so with the Cause I Love You album by Lizzo. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I know okay. that is, that's Very a relatively new album, but it's just well, so know, fun. Gotta, if, I, if I'm going to be on a desert island, I would like yeah. to party by myself. You got to have the, Span the decades. got to yeah. have something that gets you up, you know? Yeah. No, I do got to ask, uh, having heard your uh, K-pop episode today, uh, w- was were you thinking possibly K-pop, but you couldn't think of an album? Because like I know that we we did a K-pop episode, and they don't really release them the way that we're it's used a, to. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot yeah, of singles like or collect- collections, or is it like? So yeah, there's sometimes like a little collections. Um, like there's a like a BTS had like a series of al- of releases it's, that were connected. Like, this is what I call K-pop. It's, 
It's yes. truly so <laughs> now, interesting. Now this is what I call K-pop. Oh my god! Um, don't go into those. Should we do I one miss, of those? I miss those commercials. Could we do one of those? I had so oh many. I don't we know. Like That's a bad concept. Of the whole franchise. We should do that on the, the live that? Tuesday thing. Actually, we, uh, we have a, we have a thing for that. The island. That, let me yeah. know. I probably have a Tuesday off coming up soon. <laughs> do now. That's what I call music. Over. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> Anyways. What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say it's it's so interesting because the uh, Shannon, who's one of the hosts on that podcast, mm-hmm. yeah. she um, and the other host. Angelica got me. They brought me back at an a actual full album for Stray oh, Kids. Okay. Uh, when they were in um, yeah. South Korea, and yeah. it's tr- it's literally a book. It's oh. a book that you can go through pictures, and then the yeah. albums in the back, and then they'll have the lyrics. But I can't. I don't think I could pinpoint an album with K-pop. I really got into yeah. K-pop because of the music videos. I thought they were mm-hmm. insane. I yeah. was like, yeah. I was making fun of them. I was totally disrespecting it. And uh-huh. then I was like, oh, no, there are some really good songs in here that, like, I would uh-huh. totally work out to or I would do this or, like, yeah, so forth. Yeah. But I have specific songs that I really like towards yeah. certain bands. I can't mm-hmm. tell you, like, a full album that, that I'm like, you know, this is it. My we, sister had the same problem uh, when we were trying to pick the music for mm-hmm. her episode is I was like, well, just, just pick a K-pop album. She's like, well, it's not, it's not it's that not easy. Yeah. I'm like, why, why not? What's, what's I mean, the deal? You kind of, you kind of <laughs> have to like K-pop, especially for us. Cause like we grew up listening to that. It, it sounds just like, Backstreet well, yeah, yeah. Like, sync, like, know? yeah, we, it was kind yeah. of, they, they the were come listening up when to this. We were in sure, high school. You know? We're, you know, uh, around 30, you know, and we were in high school when they probably just like, got I've new kids K-pop, on the block. I've heard K pop uh, at a Taco Bell. Like, you heard K pop at a Taco Bell? Yeah, one time. Yeah. I in heard K-pop Wisconsin? In, yeah, Z104 plays K pop now, man. Middleton. Yeah. Not much, but there's a couple that have infected. Yeah, it gets, it, it gets through. So, um, I didn't even realize what it was until I listened to well, they you. they also have you know they they've been you know the uh, uh, what is it the Billboard Awards have been very good to yeah. uh, BTS I know um, and uh, yeah they've been getting some recognition um, you know around here. Well, here's the crazy part is that when I got into K-pop, I I didn't know who BTS was. Mm. I knew a bunch yeah. of other groups, uh-huh. and so it wasn't until BTS became really famous here that I was like, who are these guys? Because like. Yeah, <laughs> this other stuff's really good. I don't know yeah, who yeah. this is. Now everyone's so, talking about BTS. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they're fine. They're just not my jam. Okay, okay. They're not so. at the top of your K-pop pyramid. No, I like Stray Kids. Yeah. And Big Bang. I don't agree yeah. with what some of the members have done. Okay. But I right. was a Big Bang uh, fan first, well, we, and then yeah. We we, yeah. we have a similar issue. We we have covered an Iced Earth album, though we do not support <laughs> what yeah, they yeah. have done in public. Every, every now and again, yes, there is some artists that we cover, and then what, like, like later we find my out co-worker, some heinous thing about them. My like, coworker oh. dragged me through that whole pile because he, he knew we covered it. So he'd be like, yes, guess what? He's sitting in jail now. <laughs> oh. The bassist. Yeah. He lost everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of, the Thanks, bassist Lance. was one of the people uh, that stormed the Capitol. So, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, we, yeah. We and, covered and, the music. And the album was very, like, Not oddly patriotic, too. So it's just like, oh, no. 
we um, were wondering. <laughs> Lance was wondering. He's listened to the album. People yeah, I mean, were wondering. I had, I, yeah, yeah. It, it was, was a whole thing. It was an all right album, whatever. Wait, when did that but. one come out? <laughs> what? That one was for like, legal terms. It was all right. Yeah, we did it that was all right. so long ago. Uh, it was like maybe a year and a half. Oh, it's not like they're old stuff. Yeah, well, it was like it was like from the 2000s. It was a, it was post 9 11. It was fifty. It was I think 2004 or something. Like 9 11 played a part in. The Probably. patriotism stuff. It was. It was. Go Scott's listen to the episode album. if you want to really okay. know what we're yeah. talking about. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that that happens. But yeah, no. I've heard some. Uh, uh, um, what was the other guy's name? Big. Um, what was the, what was the other name you you mentioned? Big Bang. Big Bang. I definitely heard it's- about some videos that I need to check out. Uh, for for Big Bang from the episode. Yes, I I love the group and I and yeah. and before we dove in, they asked me what my favorite groups were, and I yeah. we had planned to not talk about the members because okay. of what was happening currently in uh, South yes. Korea. Yes, yes. Um, which I don't even know the full extent. I just know that mm-hmm. I like certain members. I like cer- I liked songs that came out in like 2010. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, I don't know all this information. Yeah, yeah. I so can't, I can't speak to all of it. No hands. Yeah. No. So my hands are in the air. K pop question. K-pop they, question. I don't agree situate. with this, but this is a nice beat. Are I they guess. like the boy bands in the US? Do they have like the bad boy? They have like the different like styles? Yeah, oh, it's, that's, that's yeah. Very, yeah, it's very nice. similar to yeah, Backstreet Boys and Sync uh, era of of American pop. That's I remember I remember the yeah. I remember the first time I looked up a music video for him, and it was it was just that each member got a verse, and they were like they were like in coats, and yeah. doing this, and they, Fucking, it would it took me yeah. right back to <laughs> as long as they all have their own like God. the different like and, the five and, stereotypes, yeah, and, yeah, and and you know throughout the albums it seems like, like they, get, they get more and, individual as nice. time goes. Yeah. You know, they definitely take on a persona, and it's the same yeah. as the female groups. And then if you really, yep. if you start from like day one of when their songs come out to like yeah. present, they even go through like I call it a puberty phase where it's like, oh, we're teeny <laughs> like tiny, and like no, yeah. we're adults, and we're like, they start punk, pretty early, like, yeah. Okay, we just went through your whole life in one second. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah definitely camera. check out. Some of the, the this uh, what we're talking about. If you want, some, mm-hmm. some more some, like There's sweet, some... like bleached frosted tips and stuff too. Oh, they have all the fa- oh all God, the fashions, like man. They got their hair. Uh, here, there's there's mullets. Uh, yeah. I, I heard from the the podcast. Um, but yeah, this they're sounds glorious. Very fashionable dudes. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, and and girls. Uh, but we mm-hmm. I hear more about the dudes from. Uh, like my sister, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move back into uh, uh, Carol King. Uh, we're gonna take you back to oh. 1971, long before K-pop. Sit back um, in your armchair, yeah. grab a brandy, in fact, and slip back kind of to before pop as we know it. If you want to kind of think of it that way, the, the original formulas, as yeah, I like to yeah. say, pre pre Boston. Whenever whenever we listen to something <laughs> like. <laughs> That was a great album too. It's a great yeah. album. They covered that. We, we on covered side it on B. side B actually. Uh, instead of doing Massachusetts, we just did Boston. That's yeah. <laughs> we were like, ah, we, we got to do Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to write a Worcester song. It's it'll happen. Okay. Okay. Is that going to be on your 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 album coming up or the next one? Maybe the next one. Okay. Okay. But Depending we'll on how long we'll how long it takes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this next song is uh, "You've Got a Friend," Ooh. and uh, yeah, these next these next like the rest of the album. I don't know. It's just the, well, it's already been very good, but there's some yeah. gems coming up. So here's "You've Got a Friend." 
Take it, John. Ah, oh, ah, oh, just, just a great, just a great song. It is. It's, it's fucking beautiful. It's not the song beautiful, but it is beautiful. Uh, just, it's beautiful, like beautiful. It's, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and, it's, and as you remember, it was uh, James Taylor that uh, made this song famous. Oh, that's she right. She just that's had, right. she just could do it on her album because, like, you know, hey, it was her fucking song. Well, and, 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 you know, <laughs> well, and well, obviously they, had, they were James, friends. James recorded it, and she, he hadn't actually gotten the permission to record it, but he really? just he called her up, and he's like, "Hey, guess what happened? Um, <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> what? <that's laughs> we just so happened to record. You got a Sorry. friend. Weird story." <laughs> and, She's like, she did him a favor and was like, okay, yeah, you can release it. And then oh, that was number one nice. yeah, on the yeah. Billboard Hot 100 while this album was number one on uh, as well. So, oh, so okay, this, so this was it, Jimmy concurrently Taylor. topping with uh, the James with Taylor's. Sweet Baby Correct. James. Wow, that must have been an interesting time on the radio. Like, you'd probably hear them both, like, within... <laughs> What's happening? You know... Like a like a half oh, hour or something. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'd be cool with it. I'm sure though you'd get sick of it. Uh, I mean, that with that really it. again, <laughs> it's just the majesty of this album to me. Like, there's yeah, yeah, so yeah. many songs on here. There's she's yeah. just like, yeah. Remember, I'm I'm the one that wrote it. Like, yeah. I let this is me. Sing yeah. This songs. is me, by the way. This is me. <laughs> yeah. These are all mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's still a it's it's a very different version than James Taylor's. Too. Abs- absolutely, it's yeah. her yeah. version, you yeah. know, and that's what this album is. The James Taylor one more um, like upbeat than this version. It's it's just or... it's more of a male version. I yeah. guess, is I, guess what I, I can't I can't think a little of it bit more up tempo. I think. Yeah. yeah, I would I would I would go. Carol's with that, is yeah. a more broken down version, but I'm looking at the instrumentation yeah. on it, and mm-hmm. there's a lot more to it too. So, yeah, yeah. Well, there's uh yeah I was gonna say there's uh it is a little cool... faster too I would oh yeah I the would congas the congas in the background I really like they're just you know subtle little little congas from Danny Court Courtchar Courtchmar Courtchmar Danny Cooch Courtchmar oh is that his Nick middle name's Cooch Cooch okay all right Danny Cooch we got the Cooch in the studio yeah yeah <laughs> Joni Mitchell I've known uh, doing backup vocals before. on both versions mm. yeah. Yep. Gosh darn right. And, Joni uh, can do all the backup vocals she wants for me. I don't yep, need her to I'm, do I'm the. Oh, that's me. right. That's right. Jake is Jake is uh, not a, a fan of Joni for Joni some reason. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> One of the that. only classic artists that, that he just he just can't he just for can't do. Reason. I don't know. I, but uh, she does a great <laughs> job on this. Yeah. I yeah. mean, on these. Well, I mean, on I do these, on these so, backing vocals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that does kind of bring me to a little point, though. I want to talk about like. It does uh, kind of blow my mind that Joni so overshadowed Carol King, you know, looking back. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this yeah. should be, you know, still given the kind of credit uh, alongside, like, Joni Mitchell with this style of it's music. It's definitely but, a lost art. Um, you know, I feel like Joni gets a, a lot of the, the spotlight with that, you know. I, de- I definitely think if you if you had a group of people and you told them the decade and you said who probably were the most famous female singer-songwriters, 
or musicians at the time, I I know for a fact that Jody's gonna be over Carol. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was also well, she was also really uh, uh, notoriously like driven too, like self motivated yeah. and yeah. just wouldn't let anything. That always helps. Yeah, she stop took her. control um, over. Yeah. Over the. I get the situation, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. The whereas, whole process. whereas, um, uh, Carol King kind of had to be convinced to, mm-hmm. you know, put herself out there. So, especially um, when you're told by the company you work for, you're not going to be an artist. Yeah. And then you're trying to make a name for yourself. Of course, the uh-huh. person who maybe didn't have those exact, um, uh, moments, or the yeah. publisher, or, mm-hmm. or, like, didn't have. Yep their momentum shot of course yeah. it's gonna take a little bit longer mm-hmm. yeah to, to find their way so yeah i know exactly how that feels i've had plenty of people be like you're not gonna you're not going to amount to much and, yeah, you, and it's it's not <laughs> fun it's a, it's, it's really no. hard to be like am i worth it should i be here like yeah yeah put the, a hat on for christ's the, sake put a hat on <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, it's it's uh it that's one of the things, you know, if you're going to get into like a, a creative field of some kind, uh it it's unfortunately that's something you're going to probably face from someone uh that's like just can't imagine um that world at all, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, you know, yeah. it's like a lack of imagination, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, yeah, I I just um I, maybe she'll uh uh like have a resurgence after that biopic comes out though, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe, Car- maybe you're talking about Carol. Carol, yes. Yeah, I yeah. think she's had. I think over the last like thirty years, she's, I think she's been way she's, more. She's had than, some success, Brad. No, not it's enough. gonna be now in her seventies that she's gonna be. Yeah. Maybe because your mom didn't play enough Carol King, she's Brad. Gonna you're just, that's true. That's true. It, this is this is all coming she's down back, to my baby. mom's Did choice. Did Joni in. Mitchell have a hit? Uh, with uh, the theme song to a hit television show in America. <laughs> uh, no, but you actually, uh, actually, actually show. Will you follow? I was going to say that's a good transition to this next track. Oh, uh, my sister's favorite show. This is uh, Where You Lead. Uh, you will recognize it. Well, so yeah, she got a resurgence with Gilmore Girls, but I would wager a lot of people don't know who that is. No, absolutely. You know who the Gilmore Girls was? But I don't know. I'm I'm in the minority then, but I did not think. I don't think so. I just never thought about it. No, I I know a lot of people that would never think that, but they they know what Gilmore Girls is and they know that song. It's a great. It's a great like off hit. That wasn't a hit, but it is a hit. uh, introduced as a song you know where you lead as a husband and wife um kind of mood and then for gilmore girls carol did not want to she actually reached out to tony stern who wrote the lyrics and she said i would like to make this more of a a mother-daughter thing and and then i mean it's for gilmore girls so that's a a thing on its own but also just she didn't she didn't like the way that it portrayed that relationship anymore so that it's changed yeah. 
the meaning of the song within 30 years that it, you know. That's and great. And then um, uh, Carol was able to record this, the new version for the TV show with her daughter. So that's pretty cool, too. Aww. I have to remember yeah, this from yeah. my sister. What are the new lyrics, then? Huh. Yeah, I, w- I would have to look those up. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't look. Is it for a new show? I though? didn't know that she had changed it that much. I'd heard about her, her daughter being on. but I didn't realize she changed. She it, she even had the thought process. Because I literally wrote down, I was like, I don't know if this song would take today because of the a huge female empowerment movement. And here you got a song of like, yeah. where you lead, I will follow. Be like, oh, I don't there know, is, what do we do yeah. that today? There is like a handful of songs from, oh, from female on. artists at that time that are like you can't forget the power of true love, you know. Like, uh, well, I, I mean, I know it's it's. I it's, think it's definitely uh, romantic in the time, yeah, you know. Thank you. But mm-hmm. it's definitely something that you know we've questioned a lot more, like the the you know the roles and relationships and stuff. Like it's um, like the borderline. It's obey the point. We're supposed uh-huh. to. We're supposed vows. to change. People. Yes. Yeah. 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 This is right, yeah, I, this would be so a great I have, wedding song. I have the BuzzFeed article. Should I read it? I mean, how long is it? <laughs> well, not I. I can. I. I'm always reading something as uh, pretty much okay. when I'm on here. So, um, not entirely the whole thing, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'll read a selection. Um, okay. Apparently, co-written by King source. and Tony Stern. The original song included lyrics like, "I never thought I could get satisfaction from just one man, oh, but yeah, if anyone would, could keep me happy, fit. you're the one who can." Oh, okay. And so (laughs) I'm assuming uh, that's so it was more like a stand by your man lyrics, you know, and she and Carol was not feeling that anymore. And Uh um, and so that was part of what was taken out. Well, yeah, Uh I mean, not and, you know, not to, you know, make any judgment at all. But, yeah, she's, you know, had, I think, you know, four husbands uh, maybe by this point. Um, So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm assuming definitely disillusioned with that idea entirely. Um, I think. I think it definitely changes because when this album came out, as far as my math math calculations, I think she was 29. Okay. And yeah, I don't think she had gone through the other relationships. So I think when you are yeah. young, mm-hmm. brought up in a society, especially in the 50s and mm-hmm. 60s, where yeah. things were changing. You kind of had the stereotypical relationship and what it would look like. And mm-hmm. so I think that was good on Carol's part to be like, I think we should change it. Yeah. I, could, I think her, her mother-daughter theory sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. people should allow and it, it to worked, change. And it worked. I mean, it worked with the show. It, the proof's in the pudding. Uh, I yeah, can't right. imagine <laughs> how much money she is getting oh, man. just from that show. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I hear it's popular. So, I don't it's, know. Uh, it's, yeah. Is it, is it a little about bit? It too, I maybe. Guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, really, really popular. And she was on it, I guess. Uh, Carol King was, she was on the show. You gotta at some point. have the legend on the show. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't tell you what, what episode or. I forget what episode also. I watched the whole series because so many people were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. But did you did you wait, did you ever uh talk to the Gilmore guys about this? The Gilmore Gilmore (laughs) guys. Oh yeah, there's a Gilmore Guys podcast with people you I can't remember who's in it. But they're like regulars on like Earwolf podcasts. But wait, hold uh, on. I I have to. Gilmore guys. Gilmore guys. Yeah, that's they 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 oh, they're long Demi. past. 
They're long past the Gilmore Girls, I think, at this point. But um, yes, okay. I, yeah, yeah, I've worked with Demi and I believe Alice from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, are yes. you talking? There's a Gilmore Guys show, right? That one, or was it a podcast? Oh, uh, it was Guys a podcast, part. but did it become a show? <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Sometimes podcasts that, become shows. I think there shows. is a show. Yeah, yeah. Every every time someone sees this T-shirt, they're like, "Oh, I love the show," and I, and like it's always the TV show. And I'm like, "You'll ever listen to the podcast?" And yet to get a nod mm-hmm. on that part. It's a great podcast, people. Listen to Comedy Bang Bang. Seriously, if you like comedy? Podcast. Listen to that shit. Um, just because I want more people Anyways. to be like, "Hey, I like the podcast, not the TV show." Okay. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, she was on Gilmore Girls. We've, you know, this is a very, very popular track, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's really, really cool how she, uh, you know, had her daughter come in and um, reinvigorated with a new kind of uh, spirit, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, this was the only track that really wasn't didn't, according to a producer, didn't fit in with the rest of the album, and this was the one that was going to get thrown out or oh not included. Really? really? Man. Yeah. There's another cla- song on this album <laughs> that I I would have picked first. Man. Mm-hmm. That yeah. guy that guy yeah. hates <laughs> music. I was about to say, did that guy get fired like I immediately so. after this came out? <laughs> that, that, that was a very dumb decision. You'll never work in this town again. <laughs> but uh that's yeah, that's, that's, I think that's, the last two tracks work together really well. Yeah, yeah. Well, we Not have that uh, the rest of them don't, but this, these two no, these yeah. two especially. Brad, will you love yeah. me tomorrow? Uh, uh, whoa, Dave. Well, I love you tomorrow. Okay. I mean, oh, you just got really I love you and I'm in love with you, but, but I don't know let, if I'm, I don't know if I have time let tomorrow. Us, let us, like Carol King, answer that question. All right. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, Will You Love Me Tomorrow? This is that other song where it's like she's singing with like a heavy heart, like it's really just in that voice, yeah, and the tone. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. something, yeah, that's yeah. going on like the story, background, the, the, the memory. There's something that's connected that's making her like, yeah, yeah, have these emotions. Yeah, she definitely like, yeah. It's another one. She's just so good at longing, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I tell you what, I really like about like the the part that we covered is you really get to hear that. At backing vocals, which is James oh, Taylor yes. and Joni Mitchell. I was yes. gonna say I recognized James right away. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I recognized Joni right away. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, uh, uh and James Taylor is uh, if you're listening to it in stereo, James Taylor is on the right ear and Joni Mitchell is on the left mm-hmm. ear. While she is on mm-hmm. Carol King is on both. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But not the song beautiful. No. Yeah, this this is this is another one of those broken down. Either one. Um, very like, uh, just you could just feel the emotion. Uh, not that you couldn't for with the Shirelles version released in 1960 or Absolutely. recorded in 1960. Mm-hmm. Another in one of those. but oh yeah, that's right. This was that one. It was the uh, first song by a all black girl group to reach number one in the United States. The Shirelles. Oh wow. Uh, version of this one. And and she wrote the, and she got and to write she that. Got wow, to write it. That's that's really really cool. That's the important that 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 was when she started at the Bro Build. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that's says, the yeah. first version I remember hearing. Yep. And being yeah. like, this 
is a fantastic song. And then to realize that she wrote it and how, again, so That's, young to be yeah. writing such yeah. oh my God. That's wildly half of vulnerable this album. Yeah. That's half of this album. It's so great. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Uh, Just a solid. Another, I, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm forgetting. I feel like I'm forgetting something. But like, when was the last the the last time that the original, the person that wrote the song, released the their version of the song like 11 years oh. that much time after they, I mean, it was first recorded? Like, I love I don't, your, There's there's I no way I, you wouldn't think. I can't think You're of one. You're making such a great point, Jake. Yeah. It's so I mean, the oh. closest thing I can think of is uh, I know like George R. R. Martin has put out a few like uh, of his own versions of like certain Beatles songs, you know. Um, but mm-hmm. that's really, I mean, that's the only one that's coming to my mind. Like, right. there's not. That's a very rare occurrence. It's got to be. Because um, yeah, I mean, it, it, like. There's sometimes where I think you know people will do that, do this sort of thing, but like a mean, couple years maybe have it get Grammys. I don't know about that, you know. Wait, uh, George R. R. Martin the novel? George R. Sorry, sorry, George. No. I heard that George, too. George, 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 George Martin. Martin. I was like, wow, well, you're, you're talking about you're talking about the producer <laughs> for the Beatles. What's right? the name of the producer for the Beatles again? George Martin. George it's Martin. Just George it Martin. is George Martin. There's why a reason why George R.R. Why R. did I Martin add R.R. on there? I was letting you... We <laughs> were letting you roll with your speech. <laughs> I just feel like... It's okay. If, we got the correction. Yeah. If there's no middle name, It was a great collection of songs. I just songs. wanted to clear it up. I was like, wow, I didn't know he was that person. Man, I didn't, I didn't know he could do it that much. It would never much. come out. I mean, it would at least not be completed. <laughs> like he wrote <laughs> songs for the Beatles <laughs> and then... He's and pretty old. Wrote Lord of the he's Rings. like, oh, you know. I mean, he was he he was in he Such was a in career. Vietnam, just, I think, but just like, mind boggling, <laughs> mind Such a long. Career. It was a double album long. with only one with one album. <laughs> yeah, it's a this double album. This song seven. shall not be released. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a new As a show. Seven year old boy, he wrote yeah. these songs for the Beatles. <laughs> well, yes, George Helton, <laughs> big one. Uh, probably uh, the closest I can think because I mean he was like you know good, the fifth Beatle. This is almost as good as the legend of Smackwater Jack. Oh, Smackwater Jack! Uh, this yeah. before this is played. This is the one I was. I have to be honest. I was thrown off a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I have some fun facts after this song, but yeah. okay, okay. Here is Smackwater Jack. Yeah, <laughs> pretty hardcore stuff mm. happening. Straight, straight out of, straight out of the church. Yeah, it is. A, it is a great song. It was just the the first one on the album where I was like, "Huh, this is." It's not like everything else. It's very storytelling. Yes. Well, and then to learn that the information that I got about the song, because I wanted to figure out more, is that Quincy yeah. Jones in the same year released an album called this, and this was his first song on the album. Oh, oh, what? That's Man. again. That should be on my show ah! under the covers. That this should album. be the under the covers cover song of the this, week. That, this that album. Should, I love this song too. Oh. I've not heard of that. 
So Damn it, did, Quincy. Wait, did it came out come out before or after so this great. one dropped? I what? I literally I think it's within months About of the each same other. Time. I'm yeah. throwing like in the chat to... the YouTube video that I found of Quincy Jones singing the same song, and it's October. like That's right. October 1971 is when he released it. Yeah, oh, so man. it's same year. So, yeah. Yep. Wow. And he names a whole album after this one song. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna click this so I have it for later. Yeah. But heck yeah, that is so cool. But yeah, it's a very it's, it's such, such a, a like no <laughs> shit. Sorry. That was pretty oh, good. Uh, Dungeons Damn it. and Dragons uh, HR wants Martin. me to know about Forgotten Realms or something. <laughs> um so yeah, if you're into that sort of thing. Um No, I I, I love how this song really like it, it really shows that she's listened to country too, you know. It's just again it shows her oh, yeah, versatility yeah. on 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 this the like oh Oh my god, this mm. album cover is so great. Amazing. <laughs> For Quincy Jones Smokewater Jack. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to share it to the uh the screen so we can have a I love uh, to see uh, this. <laughs> one second. Where Smackwater is it? Jack. Smackwater Jack is it? Okay. Smokewater Jack is a whole nother thing. <laughs> oh, there there is a Smokewater Jack though, huh? Okay. All right. There is now, Brad. <laughs> might be like a, a sexual thing. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hold on, guys. Can you see this? No. This right here, up uh, here. Yes. Uh-huh. So this is probably more for the people that are, are watching in the future. Oh, wait. You can see it on this screen. Cool. But look at that. That's just... That's that's beautiful. That's look just at that translucian... Yeah, I never saw that. Shirt. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. You want to like, hear... We can hear like 15 seconds of this if you guys want. Of course we do. Let's, let's hear 15 <laughs> seconds of this track. I'll skip right Who would to. Say no. I'll skip 39 uh, seconds in. Yeah. Oh, very different feel. He came talk to a man with a shotgun in his hand. Okay, that sounds like a party. Dude. Isn't isn't it so amazing when when another artist does a version of of another artist's song? It's wild, and in the same yeah. year. That's I think, so. That's so I think we need different. to do this album too. It was produced <laughs> by Phil Ramone, so that's oh. one thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it had it also contained the theme song to Ironside. Okay. And the Bill Cosby Show, which that was fantastic. Yeah. Man, oh, well, uh, yeah. and also <laughs> the theme from the Anderson tapes, which is whatever that is. Well, yeah, I have a, I have an album of his that's like movie stuff, and it's so so good. Like the Austin Powers song, that's Quincy Jones. If you don't yeah, know, yeah, um, yeah, he's all he's all over everything. Um, but yeah, great great rendition of this track. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, wasn't expecting that. Like for a weird track to have like I'll be like weird party like yeah. vibe to. I'm like, all right. Well, like it definitely feels more natural in the Carol King version. Oh, for sure. Like it's because it is a folksy like storytelling song. Like you know, like Rocket Raccoon or one of the Paul McCartney storytelling whatever's that he does. Um, yeah, yeah. It's much. It's mu- It's much more. It's less personal. It's not yeah. as, not very personal at all. Um, I don't know what exactly she's referencing in the situation she's I describing. I don't know either. Um, so it was written by her ex. So it was sure. written by 
Uh, Jerry or no? Jerry G- Goffin? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Goffin and King, Carol King and Jerry Goffin. Um, let's see. It's definitely, okay, the oddball track of the album. A little bit. Um, At least to me, to, to me, it felt that way. It's, I think but I'm not saying you're not like, the only safe. one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I one of my side story. My senior thesis in college was about being able to perform and sing multiple genres all at once. So even though this one stood out to me, like, huh, this sounds not like all the rest, yeah. and like the odd one out. But I'm I'm such a huge like. I want all different genres in an album. So, yeah. but I was like, huh, if you Do laid you know, everything out, <laughs> this one's got have you. Have you listened to Yola? Yola? Have I listened she, to she is, I'm if you look at, for what you just said, I just said it on last week's podcast. Yeah. Okay. She like, she has so many, so many different genres within her music that they just label it alternative. <laughs> but there's like steel guitar. There's so much. Oh, nice. So, yeah, check it out. Okay, so... Thank you for the suggestion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what the... This... This... Hold on. I this gotta bring segue attention. is going crazy. No, I gotta bring attention to this genius annotation. Uh, <laughs> even though this song was released in 1971, it could, if, it could have easily taken place in the 21st century with the unrelenting school massacres taking place, including Sandy Hook. My God. What, uh, this is not the forum for this. Uh... <laughs> That's a valid thing to say, but I don't know why it's in the kind of the annotations for this album. So because uh, it's Abby, all about the beautiful tapestry Abby, of it, my friend. You're on. You're on watch. All right. I want. I want some legitimate notes from you. Apparently, <laughs> the lyrics tell the story of a confrontation between the outlaw Smackwater Jack and Big Jim the Chief. Big Jim the Chief. <laughs> all right. All right, Google it, I guess. And uh, it differs <laughs> from, as as you said, it differs from uh, other songs, not only the way it sounds, but it's also that all those other songs are way more personal than this and, yeah. and based on its expressing emotions than this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I think, yeah, most people listening through this are going to be definitely cocked their head to this track. Man. Yeah, I want a whole like, concept Carol album for those two. Experience? So this one was to... <laughs> Yeah, like we were going through the where you lead track because the one that they thought didn't yeah fit right in, like like if it was between where you lead and this yeah you know no that's that's what of I'm course, saying like, I, don't, I don't even know where the producer was coming from I don't, yeah, think I don't know this song is it I think he probably had something he was gonna make some more money off of yeah who knows no, I don't know who yeah. knows I really think it's probably his first day he just like looked at the track list like this one probably stands out yeah. right we can cut this one like have you listened <laughs> to the album of course right. I have yeah. Just like a suit or something, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I don't know that. That, but that happens sometimes, though. You know, like there's sometimes there's songs that aren't ready, like aren't really don't really fit the time, but like immediately when they come out, it's like, oh yeah, duh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have two more tracks for you guys. Um, this next track is called uh, Tapestry. It's the titular track of the album. Eight. Titular track, Tapestry, and uh, here we go. A figure gray and ghostly beneath the flowing beard In times of deepest darkness I've seen him dressed in black Now my tapestry's unraveling He's gone Oh, man. 
I want to hear all your opinions on this song. Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, like an old Western kind of story where um, uh, generally the, the lady is uh, staying at a small Western town. There's a cowboy going through or something and, you know, there's a, an encounter and then a, a heartbreak after or something. That's what it reminded me of, I guess, in a, in a okay. nutshell. Um, but uh, also, I mean, you know, obviously with Tapestry, it's um, I don't know if she's like, I don't know when she wrote this. Um, I feel like, you know, it would make sense for her to have written it after all of this, but mm. I don't know. What do you guys think? I feel like something. Yeah, I get. I would be interesting to Sorry, hear again. when she decided on this being the yeah. title and if it was before or after writing this song. Mm-hmm. What, what were you going to say, Dave? Sorry. No, if, uh, the first song, like, it sounds like, it almost sounds like something like they would pull for like, a really bad like Lifetime Christmas movie or something. Like It just seems mm-hmm. to fit like that yeah. bill, but I can see not that. because it's that just like that, the mood, like it has like this warming sound to like the company. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, a like, warm like blanket, Rolling like, Hills. Yeah. You think of of just like <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Makes yeah. me think of what my ancestors saw when they got here to this, country. and then <laughs> fucked it all up. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't talking about that, but you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. yeah. I know. I just you know, I gotta at least freedom. Make but no, freedom. no this <laughs> song really just yeah, does sound pretty, like a longing. It was pretty beautiful, like at the the first part there. Yeah, yeah. The uh, song just sounds like a longing romance to me. You yeah. know. It's just... What about you, Jordan? So. If I'm being really honest, I like okay. was trying to break down the lyrics. I agree with the lifetime feeling, definitely lifetime yeah. movie feeling. Um, yeah, but the <laughs> My the was. the beard oh, lyric yeah. threw me off. Yeah, and I think you just played it, and so I was beard. again. I was trying to figure out if she was singing Maybe. about God and like reflecting on life mm. and like. Maybe she likes the, the beards. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the times of deepest darkness, I've seen him dressed in black. So, so I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? Well, maybe that it could be like the kind of, well, I mean, you know, do, if you want to go with the dual nature of God, you know, like he's also, yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a good and as your tapestries unraveling, like, that's oh, life breaking. Okay. <gasps> oh, maybe that's yeah. the end of your life. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, I think you're on to something, Jake. Um, kind of like, so this is, you know, similar, I guess, to, uh, what was it? Was it Way Over Yonder that mm. was, yeah. had some religious yeah. symbolism? Kind of kind of get a little late connection here before the last food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, really, really she, uh, And she was raised Jewish, too. That's really? Yeah. Huh. yeah, so I don't know. I don't know, and like I haven't discussed. I don't know how this would fit into that, but um. yeah, I don't know. Um, well, because like I mean, that definitely you know affects your. Doesn't really have to, but it's good to know. Well, yeah, I mean, it kind of affects in general. Yeah, it affects her whatever what her viewpoint is going to be for these songs. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, like you know, way over like you know, like heaven. I guess is pretty similar enough to not question with way over yonder, Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know enough about uh, the ins and outs of uh, it to know if it mm-hmm. may, has a connection. But there, she, I, she, she, she definitely here a has coat a coat of many colors, which 
Yes, I, I I noticed that as well. Yeah, the De- there's a Dolly Parton song. I don't know what 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 other references that. Well, is, Dolly Parton. Can, I mean, that's that's that because that came before the Dolly Parton song. So I, I would guess that, that's just that uh, one did or uh, which one? This the uh, Dolly no, Parton no, no, version no, apparently her. came out in 1968. Then all right, then never mind. Was okay. that a Technicolor Dreamcoat? I don't coat? know when she wrote the song. Uh, so that I was that was the one with Jacob. Yes. He had yeah. the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Correct. <laughs> and all the brothers were jealous of him, and they threw him in a well or something. Yeah, that's a, that's a, real, um, that's a real situation. And they became like the king's like right-hand man. Yeah. It's crazy, Did crazy. Did he keep that Dreamcoat, though? <laughs> and it was, yeah, but I don't know if he got the Dreamcoat back. I mean, you can't really I don't know. lose that, did you? That's your look, man. I don't know. I actually <laughs> haven't seen the movie, so I have to... <laughs> you shouldn't. I mean, it's a, it's a nice jacket. It is. I want to keep that. Yeah, yeah. That's you. That's what you're known for. <laughs> that is his thing. Joseph, it the is, guy with the one it'd be weird, colored coat. It would be weird if you met Jacob and he didn't, you know, have it near him. Like, wow, you're, yeah. like, the stories just yeah. are way better, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this monocolored Jacob. <laughs> you know, this, this really all leads up right to the, uh, right nicely yes. to the last tune, mm. which is really about how she really feels. Yeah, this know? one... One's nice. This is, this is the ultimate love tune. You make me feel like a natural woman. You make me feel. You make me feel like a natural woman. Natural woman. Oh my god. What a great ending of the so album. So sultry, you know. So sultry. Was there? Mm. There was another popular version of this, right? I feel Aretha like I Franklin. definitely heard yes. a different version. Aretha this was Franklin written for Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Thank We're all you racing. very much. Yes. We're racing for the so fact. she actually recorded the demo in the style of Aretha Franklin. They the the thing that I was mm. watching. Uh, if I don't know, Brad, that if you could pull amazing. up the demo version to uh, by Carol King, like. Uh, of is this there song, a, the demo version, is the demo a, version that she originally recorded in like 1963 or so, maybe a little earlier. Um, but she, around that time, me, I don't know. Uh, no, look. 1960. It would have been in like 1966. Okay. Um, but she originally recorded this, and the demo version, you can hear it in Carol's voice. It's a completely different song. Um, it was specifically written for. Aretha Franklin. So, wow. Um, the fact that she turns oh. it into this completely different version uh, is really cool, and and just feel it's a, the just, feel is a totally different. Oh, she feels it so hard. Oh. By the way, I'm not able to find that demo version. By the way, uh, let me unless I go on YouTube. I guess I could do the YouTube's. You make me feel. Demo. And Aretha always does just killer versions of like other songs, Rin or like uh, hovers too. All right, yeah. Yeah, we got 15 seconds. Here we go. As long as there's not an ad. Oh, there's the ad, but I haven't muted. <laughs> I was prepared this time. Well, uh, what was the ad for? Da Vinci Resolve yes. because they're looking at my cookies. <laughs> I was gonna try to buy some time. I was trying to find the. Okay. Jake, shut up. <laughs> Yeah. 
Huh. Okay. Yeah. Bit, yeah. 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 It's a totally Younger different Carol? feeling in which she's All trying right, to, like, she's trying to sell this song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. To Aretha and. Um, no matter what. They so, did it. So yeah, the, the demo happened, and then she gave it to Aretha Franklin, and then she made this. Right. That's the chron- chronology. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she made yeah. the demo for Aretha. The, she made the song for Aretha. Yeah. They got her to do the song, and yeah. then three, three or four years later, then she recorded her own, yeah. her own version of it. Well, you can definitely. I think you can hear that it was written for Aretha Franklin. Like the way that it sang is very uh, uh, lends itself to Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I. But if you listen to that entire demo version. It's even more like a d- the phrasing is entirely like Aretha, and then and yeah. it's just changed with the with the backing vocals. And uh huh. She made it more her own um, for yeah. this one. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't written for to be her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, but she still yeah. she still did a nice, very nice version. Amazing she job. Did. Yeah, uh. yeah. Um, it kind of reminded me album. of album. Just ah. Uh. Um, what is uh? J- J- no, not Joan Jett. What am I talking about? Um, the the uh, the rocker lady in the sixties. Janice Joplin. Yes, that's yeah. what that, this track very much reminded me of. Janice Joplin because she's using that much lower that. Uh, register in her yeah. voice. You know. Yeah, you I think at the same played, time, nineteen seventy. Yeah. Janice was still alive. Wait, did Janice <laughs> Chaplin do a cover of this? I don't awesome. know. I feel like <laughs> it I doesn't might. look like it. I'm looking through a list of covers. You could. I would think that. Well, I mean, it. I guess maybe she didn't get a chance, but it, it's it, it would work for Janice Chaplin, I think. Rod Stewart covered it in an <laughs> album in 1974. Hmm. I, I can see that. That was an I interesting pick that. for Rod Stewart. I can hear that version. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't change any of the lyrics? I was going to say, did he not change it? (laughs) Oh, wait, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, good for him. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, th- th- I mean that sometimes happens where uh, um, a female will cover a male song or a male will cover a female mm-hmm. song, and mm-hmm. sometimes Fred- they don't change Freddie it. Freddie Hughes recorded it in 1968 as Natural Man. Ah. <laughs> well, back to Reese. <laughs> sounds sounds bad. Like a natural <laughs> man. <laughs> Because <laughs> back to Aretha, like her yeah. version of uh, "Respect" was Otis oh, Redding. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, Otis she, Redding always said that like there was was she, better. Or... Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she yeah, bought, yeah. She, and she, she also she song. wanted to take it from a different perspective, like the view of yeah the woman. Mm-hmm. Saying so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's it happens a few times where that that ends up being like you know the better, more well known version. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Otis yeah. Otis. If, for that the story of that song he said that he uh, he heard that and he was saying that you just don't get respect on the road like as a traveling musician oh. you just don't get any respect yeah don't yeah. get any respect I tell you. and the best part tom dowd uh, did record both of them so it was him oh, like just yeah. the story was great That's like awesome. i'm recording the same song Again, watch that Tom Dow documentary we've mentioned on the podcast a few language times. and music fantastic language and music is so good uh, especially if you're into uh, you know production stuff at all, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, yeah, um, amazing song though. Really, really, uh, I think ties the the album in a epic, nice epic knot, way to end you know, the album. a nice bow. I mean, 
Um, yeah, uh, uh, I don't have too much to say about the song itself. Besides, it's just you know, listen to this track. You know, it you, makes you feel I, like a natural woman. It makes yeah. you, f- yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you're not one, you you feel like a natural. And, woman and Carol King would would a, would approve of you listening to the Aretha version. So yeah, listen, listen to, to both every, versions. Listen to all of them. Listen yes. to the demo. Listen to the ah, Aretha Franklin version, and then listen it. to this version. All of it. Listen to the entire. Album. And after All you're done, maybe hits. some Quincy Jones. I don't know. And then maybe some Quincy Jones. Yeah. Just throw it in there. Throw in some Quincy Jones. <laughs> so speaking of Quincy Jones. Was is it is there another track? No, no, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> okay. I was just saying we should get to our uh, we should get to oh, our, yeah. uh, We do have one more I was gonna that. say we have one more segment on the podcast. You're right, you're right. We are at that point in the podcast. Um, we have one more pl- pl- uh, part of the podcast where we go around and ask everyone what they've been listening to and what they have to plug. Uh, so, um, yeah, I will uh, start with Jake, and then I'll go on to John uh, okay. and Dave. What's up, Am Jake? I supposed to just go? You go. I'm you go. buying my own time here. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, under the well, covers we know there's is those on links. Every Wednesday morning, 6 to 8 a.m., on 91.7 WSUM FM Madison, WSUM.org, the TuneIn Radio app, uh, 6 to 8 Central Time, and uh, going on, I think we've said this the last like three weeks, going on like 10 years. Yeah. So, uh, Good yeah, job. Yeah. We're going to clap um, again. And yeah. then it's also played on Sunday afternoons out of a little station out of Mazo, Maine, Wisconsin. And yeah. it's always available on Spotify, the podcast version of the show as well uh, where you can listen to all the songs if you have a full Spotify subscription if you don't you get a like shortened version of the show and 30 second clips of the songs too mm-hmm. yeah 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 um, awesome. and then between the sheets is uh, like a podcast exclusive where we go into different artists and we go into their careers and the last one we did was uh, Ray Charles, and the next That's one, awesome. we're late, we are going to do Judy Garland, and I've been talking about that, I swear, for like a month and a half, but it's going to happen, <laughs> and then we'll get it's in the... I mean, it, there's a lot of research that needs to be done for that one. It was... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah someone's got to do it, and it I a tough life. Up live so, it, it's a tough uh, life. Live at what's with do with Judy? Live at what? Oh, what the hell is it? It, it was... Oh, what? the movie Judy, yeah. No, no, wait, no. Wait, 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 was that a made-for-TV film? Live at Carnegie. She would, She did Live at oh. Carnegie. No, ju- so well, there's a Judy biopic that I feel like I saw the made-for-TV version of her story. Uh-huh. Yeah. On, was it on Lifetime? Right. Um, it was on network television, okay. I think. Yeah. As far as listening-wise, a um, little bit of Johnny Winter, old blues stuff, um, okay. Edgar Winter's brother, uh, Little oh, okay. Feet's always good, little Linda Ronstadt, that's just some stuff that's on the show this week. So Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I played XTC... Nice. Their nice. uh, their song "Helicopter." I played that on the show. Ah, we did. It's a good that, one. What a couple weeks ago on the podcast? Yep, and we did. Adam, I got Adam Elk's uh, promo on the show, and that's on there too. So, yeah, yeah. Tight. I guess that's it. Awesome, awesome. Then, oh yeah, um, and then I'm in. Uh, I I don't know. This is gonna air uh, Wednesday or next Saturday. I'm in Black Earth, Wisconsin. Running karaoke, so yeah. Oh yes, he's got yeah. his uh, semi-monthly. Is that it? Twice yeah, a month? yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, on karaoke. a particular day, yeah. but when we when I got a weekend off from other yeah. gigs, that's yeah when we schedule it. So yeah, heck yeah. 
Uh, what about you, Dave? What do you listen to? What do you got to plug? Uh, did a little record shopping, picked up a couple nice. records, grabbed uh, back to Little Feet. Got mm-hmm. the Waiting for Columbus Live. Yeah. Oh, did you put? You found it, huh? Yeah, I found it used. Nice, nice. Amazing condition. How much did you pay? I think six dollars. Six dollars. I think I paid thirty. So wait again. Oh wow! All right. And like I said, those that's the waiting in. There's so many random albums. I just I forget. Like I'm looking for when I come across. I'm like, oh, is there something wrong with it? Why is it so cheap? I'm like, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got good prices in Madison for records too. Then picked up uh, a tribe called Quest, Midnight Marauders. Oh yeah, that's awesome too. And then for other random stuff and listen to just a lot of older punk, uh, Bad Brains, Black Flag. Nice, nice. Some. Dictators and uh, something kind of newer. I saw them at High Noon in the Whale, just a, a duo, and they were fantastic. So in the Whale, in the Whale. Okay, okay. And that's where I leave you. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. What about you, John? Uh, what do you got to plug, and uh, what are you listening to? And then uh, we will go um, on to Jordan. Well, okay. So first thing I got to talk about is I saw this thing on Hulu. It was called uh, the Nickelodeon story that the Orange Years. And it's, it's awesome. The Orange Years. Yes, it's I about, think I was a it's part about of the years, first. Maybe. It's about oh, you know, absolutely. Yeah. It was about it's about like the first years of Nickelodeon and how Nickelodeon got started. Yeah. Yeah. Why they why they do what they do? How that happened? Yeah. All that was a big deal. Shows, we were young, the Pete yeah. and Pete. Yeah. The, Way before the, that, the, you know, the, 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 yeah. the the mystery sure. shows. All, all, ugh, it, it, it's very good. Okay. Um. Otherwise, uh, always uh, listen to uh, or watch the uh, the documentary series, uh, the the pop series on uh, yes. Netflix. Yes. Uh, there is like a Brill building episode about uh, Carol King, and it's very informative mm-hmm. about her early years and her songwriting and all this stuff. They like half these songs came from. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, and uh, otherwise, I'm excited for uh, for the uh, the next series of uh, of um, it's a Transformer series on Netflix again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're yeah. going to come out with a Beast. Uh, doing the crossover. Yeah, they're doing a crossover with with <laughs> Beast Wars stuff. You know, I'm pretty excited for that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, I've been listening to some '90s music and uh, uh, like '90s country again. Yeah, always. yeah. And uh, and always, I, I'm I'm always on my '90s or my 2000s. Yeah, you know the yeah the stuff that made me. Mm. And that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The stuff that the stuff yeah. that like really, really got you going mm-hmm. when you were younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Um, uh, what about you, uh, uh, Engineer Jordan? Uh, what do you got to plug? Um. So. And what are you listening to? To add to the watch list, I just started Search Party on okay. HBO, which is really good. Okay. Um, and as far as plugs, you can uh, listen to the podcast that I work on, which is Best Friends, Spanish mm-hmm. Key Presents, Query, and The Deep Dive. I also have a podcast with my sister called The Powerful Ladies Podcast, where we just oh, really? interview okay. awesome ladies. Awesome. Um, and then uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Jordan K. Duffy. I do not have a Twitter. So many people are asking <laughs> if I have a Twitter, and I do not. Ah. Yeah, you don't do really, it. you don't really need it these days. You know, it's like I get to spit for. out information so quick. Just yeah. get a solid MySpace and you're good. Yeah, yeah. Just get a MySpace. <laughs> I'll go back know. to MySpace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do we um, ever get our goal on MySpace? <laughs> no, no one ever messages <laughs> on MySpace. <laughs> Man, we got Sucks some. We, of we do have a MySpace ah, up, damn. and no one ever friended us. Is Tom your only friend? 
Uh, yeah, I guess so. Mm. Yeah, it's just Tom. It's me and Tom. I miss those MySpace days. I Moving know. around friends, Sit. trying to figure out who's closest to me. Oh, the top eights. Oh, my those God. Those are Facebook days <laughs> yeah. for me. Those, that maiden uh, ma- broke uh, friendships, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But so you can follow me at Jordan K. Duffy on Instagram. I also have a website, jordanduffymusic.com. I do mm-hmm. not have new music up right now because I'm in production with my album. I didn't yeah. know if you guys wanted a little clip of one of the songs that is almost done. Oh. Um, but yeah, the, my ones. album, I'm hoping with uh, mine and my current uh, producer schedule, hoping to be yeah. done by this fall slash winter, yeah, yeah. either or early uh, 2022. Yeah, but the record. Yeah. In the you should future, send it, and then ever... Brad can put it in post as the closing yeah. song or something. Sure, I can give a I can give a, a tiny clip because it's still in and if you okay. ever have music in the future, if you're ever on, Teaser. we'll yeah. you, you can always play it. We'll, yeah, we're, we're yeah, always yeah. down for that. That'd be great. Like yeah, music. I'm really looking. It was forward really to good it. to have <laughs> a woman on this podcast about this like. You know, uh, to have the female, and I know uh, gender, mm-hmm. we, we've gone into gender yeah, and yeah, not yeah. trying to, you know, yeah, no, yeah. No. but it's good but to it's have good. a different gender on, yeah, yeah, yeah. besides all of us guys. Yes, I guess yes, it. it is, it is, yeah, 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 we are generally the stereotype of a podcast, <laughs> um, uh, a bunch of, we, a we, bunch we of dudes. We try our best. Did we have five guys doing out. Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet? <laughs> I think we did. <laughs> That's like, damn that's right like we did, uh, and I'm proud of it. Drove very, me nuts. It was a very dirty oh, computer. I was sitting here as one of those. It guys. was a dirty hey, computer. You know, the guests, the guest uh, wanted it. I, didn't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> can you still, um, can you do? Yeah, yeah. But well, I'm, uh, I'm honored to be on here. Thank you all for dude, thank you inviting so much. me. No, no. For thank you. Me. Thank you for coming. This on. was yeah. so fun. Yeah, it's it was, been a blast. It was really, really great having hey, you. Hey, that that that's what that's our goal. We always try to help guests that you know feel well. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and well, uh, if you wanna if you wanna support us, you can always go to Patreon.com/slash/FlyoverStatePark. We have a one dollar tier, three dollar tier, and five dollar tier. Um, I'm still doing the deal. If you do the five dollar tier for a limited time only, I will make a music video with the uh, song and franchise of your choice. Uh, again, it's a limited time thing, so so get at me fast because uh, the, these are gonna take me a while to do. Why don't um, you say that you'll do a TikTok? Um, why did I? Well, did, well, are you, is that what you're doing? The world needs oh, a, well, a I TikTok. Mean, I'm also, I'm also, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to probably make a TikTok, guys. I'll let you oh, know. I'm on TikTok when too. I, I forgot oh, to plug that. Oh, you have a TikTok? What is it? Well, then, it's then, I'm at Jorkadu, J-O-R-K-A-D-U. Jorkadu. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. I'll, uh, you, I'll, you'll be one of my first. Uh, Friend re- request? Is that Perfect. how it works? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never. How, how do the TikToks work? I've only seen subscribing. T- I've only seen it on my browser, on my computer. Work. So I'm Holy not using mothers. it the correct way. It's on phones now. I know. I hear it's on phones. <laughs> <laughs> there are apps for that. Yes. Yeah. What's a phone? I don't. I don't know. It's some some new I thing. I have a that tiny computer using. in my pocket. I don't know what a phone is. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you everyone for uh, for tuning in and listening to the album Concept Hour. Uh, we will catch you all, all next you. time. 
And, uh, oh, I almost forgot. This is the second to last episode of this season, by the way. I meant to mention that Holy at the top. Uh, so uh, uh, next week, we are doing Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here, and it'll be the last episode of season two. Wow. I wish you all were here. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we wish we will, you know, That's bring true. you all in. Uh, no, never, I can't promise that. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're doing Wish You Were Here uh, uh, next week, so uh, tune yeah. in for that. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we're going to keep on going. We just decided to put a put a bookmark at the end of, uh, well, I guess the the middle part of the quarantine. Man, depending on where the quarantine two's been goes a long or whatever. Drag though. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> the quarantine season. Quarantine part one. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look forward to that. And uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. And uh, yeah, hope to see you guys next time Love on all the album you. concept hour. All right, we're good. Were you recording that all? That was good. Oh, oh shit! Did I? I never <laughs> told that. Thank you, oh man! Thank you very much for coming on. I forgot to way, press the button. Awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and now an exclusive sneak peek at a demo of Jordan's song, "No Big Deal." Save all your apologies. Save all your apologies. Cause it's no big deal I got time to heal I'll be just fine Cause it's no big deal It's too late to kneel I'll be just fine I was locked Kept on Thanks for listening. The Album Concept Hour is Brad LeBaron, Dave Gallagher, John Aker, and Jake Foster. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the theme music. Please like us on Facebook or friend us on Twitter or MySpace and let us know what concept album you would like to hear on the podcast. See you on Side B. State Park, you are clear to land.